shit. What's what's going on, everybody? Hey, how's it going? Hopefully, hopefully everybody had a Merry Christmas. Give me one second, you guys. I gotta. I'm like hearing myself like five fucking times. Um, wait, wait, wait. I know what to do. Hold up. All right, there we go. Now it should not. That that problem should be disappearing. Goodness. If I if I look shorter than usual, it's because I am. Um, what's I'm gonna call it? I'm sitting down. Whoops, it's the wrong one. Yeah, I'm sitting down. Fucking back hurts. It's a long story in and of itself. Hold on one second. Let me configure this chat really quick. All right, very cool. Shout out to everybody on Rumble. Oh, yeah. Good shit. All right. So... Just go ahead and dive right into it. So greetings, everyone. I'm glad to be here once again for another exciting episode of The Watch Frogs. I appreciate every single one of you joining as always. Now, before we begin, please be aware I'm streaming on DLive, Trovo, Kick, Facebook, Rumble, X, formerly known as Twitter, Twitch.tv, and YouTube. And for those who enjoy or prefer the audio-only experience of the show, you can, over, you can head over to Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else where podcasts exist. Of course, links are in the description. There are also a handful of other ways you can support the show and keep me independent. Feel free to head over to my subscribe star, my locals page, or toss a generous donation in my cash app. I'll greatly appreciate it. So, on the docket tonight, uh, we got a lot of 304 stuff. We're going to be talking about some Christmas stuff. Uh, very little politics, not too much exciting stuff going on there, and uh, a healthy amount of pop culture. It's basically about it. I don't want to keep the show going too long. Um, I should probably send out announcements really quickly. Hold up. Uh yeah, uh let me see. I need a I need a uh, button for twi uh, my Discord to let everybody know. Uh let's see, going live, three. All right, there we go. Uh, let me just do an announcement. Three going live. Smiley face. All right, so yeah. Um, my goodness, man, I am so beat up. I am unbelievably beat up. Um, I'm so beat up. I think this is like the first time. In the Watch Frogs history, I'm sitting down while streaming. That's how beat up I am. So for the past three weeks, I've been working on remodeling my garage. So I can start doing videos in there, so I can do live streams in there, and have it completely set up to do a lot of really fun stuff uh, regarding puppets and other firearm-related stuff. Uh, I'm probably going gonna, gonna, to—I'm so excited about it. And what, I'm also going to do a video, giving you guys a tour of what I've been uh, doing in there and, and what it looks like. It's so cool. I got my my second PC mounted on the wall. I got like a 52 inch TV as like my monitor. I got these uh, cameras uh, set up. I got a stream deck in there already set up. Dude, I'm ready to rock and roll. The, the PC is completely updated. So freaking cool. I've never been more excited about it. And uh, I'm going to show off my new workbench. It's going to be awesome, man. As you can tell, I feel really great. Unfortunately, I hurt my back. A little bit and it wasn't because of anything i physically did like out in the real world or like in my garage uh i i slept wrong i know it's pretty lame but uh, i'm not gonna sit here and lie to you guys ac writes hello 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 and welcome to the watch frog show check the title uh is the title something stupid uh no i'm, I'm looking at uh well uh, it shouldn't be dude you're scaring me check the title yeah so we're, we're gonna be talking about nimrata she's in the news uh, Nimrata Haley. I'm gonna call her by her uh, her her slave name. No, that's uh, UC's intro. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 
Dude, uh, I haven't watched um, Under Chronics uh, streams in a while. I always catch his videos, and I used to be able to catch his um, his streams on on in time, but it just it's just not possible anymore. I've been so busy. Uh, let's see. We're also live on Facebook. Let me see. Let me make sure everything is Gucci. Everything is Gucci on um, Facebook. Very cool. Very cool. All right. So we guys, we, we got to just start diving into the. Um, we gotta just dive into the stories. Hold on, is this really one I wanted? Oh yeah, we're, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we gotta get into that. Uh, let's just do. Let's just get through our politics really quick. All right. So, poll: Republicans don't know or trust far right influencers like Jack Posobiec and Tim Pool. So, Mediaite they ended up posting this. So, my initial reaction to uh, this title. Hold on. My initial reaction to this title is, uh, yeah, no shit, dude. Uh, Jack Posobiec is a Fed. So he can't be trusted. And Tim Pool is not even uh, far right. Uh, he's not alt-right. He's not right at all. The guy is uh, a total leftist shill. Um, he's a fence-sitting douchebag. Uh, a total grifter. One of the ringleaders of the griftosphere. And I know I'm not like doing myself any favors by espousing these kinds of opinions. But, uh, you know, again, I, I got nothing to lose by being honest about these guys. Uh, I used to be subscribed to Tim Pool. And I unsubscribed during the Eliza Blue scandal you got this woman pretending to be a sex advocate a sex trafficking advocate she's fighting sex trafficking how she fights it no one fucking knows she's saying that she's representing people she's representing victims uh how she's doing it no one knows how she's organizing her her so-called casework nobody knows but she swears she's doing it now this is a friend and ally to tim pool now tim pool covers drama he covers politics he covers fraudsters, but for whatever reason, he never touched Eliza Blue, and his fans raked his ass over the coals because of it, and it was absolutely hilarious. And after that, and then it was really the Shane Cashman stories that kind of did it for me. I can't stand Shane Cashman. The dude is, as a writer, mid. Uh, let's see. Cappy Lover, hi. Uh, let's see. We got MTMG. What's going on, dude? I'm glad everybody's here tonight. Uh, and again, I hope everybody had a really wonderful Christmas. I unfortunately had to work. I worked really late, and then I also lost uh, the keys to my motorcycle. But I ended up finding them later. I didn't go home like until like I didn't get home till like seven ish p.m. It sucked, but you know what? Hey, it happens. Uh, let's see. I stopped after the the Lydia story. Yeah, you know the Lydia story is pretty bad, but that's more of a an issue with Lydia more so than Tim. Like, look, Tim Pool is rich. You know, he's got a lot of money. He's a really popular guy. Lydia is like this stupid, you know, dumpy girl. And, you know, she's hanging out with this guy, even though she's like married or whatever at the time. She's got a boyfriend. And then she fucking cheats on him. You know, that's not really like Tim's fault. It's more like a Lydia problem than Tim. Like, of course, Tim is going to fucking, you know, get hit that shit. You know, Tim's doing what he's supposed to do. I wonder if he had the beanie on when they were cheating. Anyways, uh, let's see. So, again, like, I don't know Jack Posobiec, but the dude is a Fed. Just got to be honest. But let's, uh, let's hear their reasoning. <laughs> let's go through this poll. The results found that a strong majority of Americans, even of every political affiliation, were aware of Shapiro and Owens. Uh, Shapiro, who's Owens? I don't know who Owens is. Um, anyways, Shapiro was known by 70% of Republicans, 76% of Independents, and 59% of Democrats, while 63% of Republicans, 62% of Independents, and 54% of Democrats know of Owens. 
Oh, Candace Owens. Candace Owens. Yeah, both of those figures are very, very popular. They are mainstream, for better or for worse. On the other hand, Posobiec is unknown to 72% of Americans and even less popular to Republicans, 75% of whom don't know who he is. Yeah, the dude's a Fed. The guy literally worked for the CIA. The same is true of Poole. 69% of uh, Americans and 74% of Republicans have never heard of him. I find the Tim Pool stats kind of hard to believe. Um, but not trusting them is, is, is people who are aware of these individuals. I, I can see that Republicans also have a lot less faith in Poole and Posobiec than they do Shapiro and Owens. Now that I kind of ha- I find hard to believe. Uh, let's see. Forty-seven uh, percent of Republicans says they trust Shapiro, and forty-five percent says they trust Owens. Yeah, th- th- this seems like an attack on independent media. Uh, let's see. Both Posobiec and Poole have been outspoken supporters of former President Donald Trump in the GOP primary, and loud critics of his rivals Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. That's funny because I was one of the first uh, Ron DeSantis haters and then all these other people followed me. Uh, Poole has made a point of criticizing Haley's appearance when she speaks, zeroing in on her teeth, while Posobiec has characterized DeSantis' refusal to concede to and endorse Trump as a narcissistic ego trip. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, there's nothing wrong with Nikki Haley's teeth or Nemrata's, uh Haley's uh, teeth. Uh, she looks fine. Um, it's it's all the other shit that, that's, uh, that's a problem. All right, so yeah. Uh, people don't seem to trust these. Do you guys trust these individuals? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Ben Shapiro is trustworthy. Laughing emojis. I know, right? Yeah, Ben Shapiro. Uh, let's see. Rookie, I just noticed nobody on the show read... Dude, you're going to make me stand up and read Venega? and couldn't stand to watch those retards anymore. Um, Yeah, I can understand that. Uh, Candace Owens. Yeah, think, okay, everyone's correcting me in the chat. Thank you guys for uh, correcting that. All right, well, let's move on. Um, overall, do I trust a lot of these right-wing figures? Uh, no, not really. Not anymore. Um, a lot of them just have let me down. Rookie, don't you fucking talk shit. I'm sitting down, and I'm looking up at the screen. I'm looking up at you guys right now. My back fucking hurts. Don't bust my chops. Cut me some slack. It's the day after Christmas, and I worked. I have one day off this week, and it's tomorrow. I'm going to be laying around with my dogs the entire time. Um, let me think. Who, who would be the uh, the most untrustworthy individual on the right? Uh, I would probably argue the the dorks in the cryptosphere are probably, like, objectively the worst. I am not a fan of those guys at all. You know, people like Eric July and stuff. Uh, say Cthulhu. Is, is it Cthulhu? Oh, my God. Dude, did, did, okay. Did she talk shit about the way that I say Cthulhu? I feel like when he was out here in Vegas, we had a debate about it. It's Cthulhu. I literally wrote a screenplay, and it's based off of the Cthulhu mythos. Yeah, the Grifters are the worst. Yeah. And, like, the funny thing is, like, like Eric July ended up blocking me, even though, like, I know I made fun of Isom, but I also gave him the benefit of the doubt. And I even threw a little bit of rope his way, and I'm or slack his way, and I'm just like, you know, I think he is an artist, and I and I'm, I'm just because he blocked me, and because some of those guys don't like me, I'm not gonna change my opinion. I'm not gonna turn into a liar. But uh, oh my god, let's see, Kutu, two, I think. Uh, you said it right. What the fuck? You never did that before. Wow, rookie. Wow. Wow. Okay, you know, you are rookie. I gotta. I don't have my gloves on me right now, but I'm gonna put them on and we're gonna fucking duke it out because you're you're throwing you try to fight with me tonight. <sighs> my gift, the 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 best gift for Christmas that I uh, that I got, I gave to myself, and it's uh, a really beautiful remodeled garage, and um, 
It's been uh, it's been amazing. Geo control your women, I, dude. I can't control women. They have agency now. It's over. Ever since I gave them the vote, like just men, just we lost control of our our countries. We lost control of everything, and it's like this in other countries. Uh, that that's not in the West. You know, the Indians got to deal with this shit. The Latin Americans got to deal with this shit. You know, I think the Africans are gonna be dealing with this shit soon. So you know, like we're all fucked. Um. So, anyways, uh, let's move on. All right, so grifters, it's pretty bad. All right, Supreme Court will f- uh, fast track question of prosecuting Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, this is this is excellent news. Uh, this is the last thing we want is for the Supreme Court to uh, give a decision as to whether or not President Trump has immunity, or you know, over his actions um, in the White House. So the Supreme Court said Friday that it will not immediately take up a, a plea by Special Counsel Jack Smith to rule on whether the former President Donald Trump can be prosecuted for his actions over to the 2020 election. First of all, that's not even a crime. It's not even a crime. Uh, the election was bullshit. I mean, every day, every single day, it's going mainstream, all the problems that existed in a lot of these swing, in all these swing states. Um, yeah, you know, the, the elector scheme, not a crime. Saying the election is bullshit, not a crime. Saying fuck the FBI, not a crime. None of these things are uh, are, are a crime. Um, asking Congress or the Senate to hold hearings to present evidence to the public and to debate the legitimacy of the election, that's not a crime. And by the way, they were going to do that. They were literally in the process of doing that until the feds ended up uh, you know, invoking that that fake J6 hoax uh, we all know we all know about. Um, so what this means is they're not going to have a trial. There's not going to be a decision to, you know, basically decide whether or not Trump could be held accountable for these things that didn't really happen to begin with. And that's a, that's excellent news, because if you were to, let's say, uh, have be be thrown in front of a judge, you know, be be held to account for his actions, allegedly uh, right before uh, the general election or even during or before people start voting in Iowa. Uh, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty bad. That'd be pretty bad, and it, and it would be in the minds of so many Americans and and all like the the normie cons, all the conservatives. They'd be like, oh well, we can't just uh you know caucus for a uh, orange man, you know insurrection. <laughs> yeah, that's not what we want. That's not what we want. This is excellent news. This is excellent news. A lot of people have been talking about it, and uh, what happens from here? Who knows? Hopefully they drop it. All right, let me see. Willing to take a lobotomy if anybody knows how. I know how. Talk, I'll talk you through it. God damn it, rookie. It's enough. Uh, let's see. Remember uh, that retard we were fighting with? Uh, it was so fake. Uh, yes, Cappy. I do remember that guy. Um, a lot of those people that I end up just like, you know, disagreeing with and being relatively cordial with, most of them just end up blocking me. One of the funniest people to have blocked me on Twitter was um, we were talking. I don't remember who's. It was one of the bigger accounts posts about like World War II and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. World War II was a mistake. We ne- we probably never should have sacrificed millions of like the most high IQ men that's ever been produced in America. And then the guy was calling me like a bigot and shit. Oh my god, it was so fucking funny. It was like that meme. It's like you don't believe we should have fought in World War II. Explain yourself. And then the boomers like you know all angry and huffing and puffing. Uh, did he block you? I think so. Uh, let's see. Jira controls his women with Nate. Uh, <laughs> the baby talks him into. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to be doing more puppet shit. Guys, the puppet stuff is coming. Now that my life is more organized and things are like calmed down and the, the holidays are over, like things are going to go great. 
All right, let's get let's get back to the story because we're done with this. We're done with this. Uh, I want to get to the the politics stuff because again, there's really not much going on uh, politically speaking. Okay, so Trump asked allies about uh, the possibility of Nikki Haley for vice president. I'm not gonna bother reading the story. I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard this already. Um, I believe what is happening here. Trump senses that there's this fake surge. There's this fake astroturf push. For Nikki Haley to, I guess, surpass Ron DeSantis, who has uh, been free falling for quite some time, and uh, you know Trump and his people know they're, they know that they're that the establishment, that the Lugan press is pushing for Nikki Haley to end up being because they want a contentious election, a primary, a contentious primary, and it just doesn't exist. Trump has tapped out of the debates. Trump is is doing these really small. Small events. He's just showing up at McDonald's. He's showing up at Krispy Kreme. He's showing up at these random restaurants. He's going to Applebee's and he's hanging out with the voters. And people are freaking the fuck out and they're loving it. Those those videos, those clips are going viral. People love to see the president. And there's just no need for him to debate. There's no need for him to do these town halls. There's no need for him to waste his time with all these uh, other candidates because they're losers. Nikki Haley is being pushed, pushed to the front of the line, because Ron DeSantis is an insufferable bore. He's embarrassing. And the guy's losing. The guy's losing. He's, you know, the Jeff Rowe ended up abandoning abandoning his campaign. So Trump is fucking around. And, and, and here's why I think this is this is uh, largely fake. And it's the doing of President Trump. Trump used to have a habit of calling in to Howard Stern. He would call into other popular radio shows, pretending to be someone else and spread fake bullshit about himself. He would do this. And he got caught once by Howard Stern, finally. I believe he is sending out his surrogates to basically pretend that Nikki Haley is being floated as a possible VP pick, and, he, and he's making her look bad to conservatives. So the conservatives or the normicons, they see this, and they get turned off by it. I think he's fucking with people. Uh, I don't for one second believe that um, that Nikki Haley is going to be a VP pick or she was ever a contender to be one. Um, and I believe that this was floated very carefully by himself and maybe one or two other confidants. Because his son allegedly didn't even know, and he because he because he comes out on, on on the press and he's like, yeah, there's no fucking way I'm I'm gonna do whatever I can to stop Nikki Haley from from being close to my family. I saw right through it, so I'm not worried about it. But that's what I see. That's how, I mean, that's what I would do. I, I think that that strategy was great. That makes the most sense. Um, also, worst case scenario, he's like, oh, what do you guys think about Nikki Haley? What do you think that would look like? You know, he said that in passing, and then somebody you know went to the press just to leak that. It's also possible, but not likely. Uh, let's see. Uh, Matt, thank you. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Uh, let's see. Uh, Southwest politics blocked you? No, I don't think so. Uh, can't, be, can't be lover. You didn't even uh, say anything. Oh, sorry. I, I heard uh, this was uh, basically a fake headline from the DeSantis camp. You know, like uh, sources close to the matter type stuff. Can't be. No, I don't think it was fake. I, I, think, uh, I think Trump himself or one of his top surrogates... Uh, or staffers, they ended up uh, putting that phony headline out, and uh, and I think it had the intended effect. Uh, I think I think they know what they're doing. Uh, the DeSantis bros, uh, they have a stick up their ass about Nikki Haley, but not enough, not enough for it to matter. Uh, yeah, DeSantis bros are just so delusional. I just find it so funny because like I, I'm on Twitter all the time, and I think it's so funny how a lot of these guys, they're trying to downplay how insufferable they are. They're trying to downplay like how badly people do not like them. And, and I'll just say this. There's a lot of presidential candidates in the race on the Republican side, and I have nothing negative to say about any of them, fans or supporters. Granted, I've never met somebody who likes or supports Nikki Haley, but that's besides the point. Uh, she's got a lot of money, but 
I don't see vocal support. I'm sure there's like a, few, a handful of people that like her. I got no problems with those people. But the DeSantis bros are just like in a league of their own for cringeworthiness. Uh, trust the plan. Patriots in control. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think I'm making a Patriots in control plea here. All right, well, we got we to gotta continue. Uh, what else do we got here? Hopefully we're almost done with the politics stuff. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, this is the last of it. Uh, so Prince Andrew in torment. His name set to appear in Jeffrey Epstein's docs, court documents. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Prince Andrew is said to be bracing for an uncomfortable new year after learning his name will appear alongside those of over 170 people with ties to Jeffrey Epstein in a trove of soon-to-be unsealed court documents. The Duke of York is totally tormented over the anticipated release in, Jan- in January of the, doc- of the documents. Filed in a since-settled defamation lawsuit, Epstein accuser Virginia Robert Gouffray brought against a convicted uh, PDF file, Madame Ghislaine Maxwell, back in 2015. The Daily Mail reported Sunday. Andrew's name is in there, a source told the Mail. He is beside himself with his latest with his latest development, and everyone close to him is concerned for his mental well-being. Oh, think about his mental well-being. Never mind there were children literally abused and probably murdered. Uh, let's see, the disgraced British royal was stripped of his HRH, his Royal Highness moniker, and several of his, uh, patronic, dude, I don't even know how to sit, <laughs> guys, uh, sorry, my back just hurts, how do you say this word, patronage, <laughs> fuck, god damn it, it's too fucking late for this shit, I work so much, I've been working nonstop. uh, woo, you know, I'm just gonna take the L with grace, hold on, what happened to my mouse, my fucking mouse cursor, yeah, all right, so he is facing his second Christmas without his mother, and now the new year is going to start with his name being dragged through the mud all over again. Oh, dude, that poor PDF file. The sources told the mail. Uh, Andrew, 63, is expected to spend Christmas at Sandringham with his brother, King Charles III, and other members of the royal family. Manhattan federal judge Loretta Prescott last week ordered the release of the documents naming scores of people who, uh, with links to Epstein who, who uh, allegedly, but not really, ended himself in his jail cell in 2019 while awaiting trial on sex trafficking charges. All right, so you guys get the point. Um, <clears throat> hold on one second. Read some of these. Andrew could not uh, grape kids if he didn't want to be on the list. I know, right? Uh, and did you, I thought the, the list was just uh, associates of Epstein, not clients. Uh, January is going to be interesting. I wonder what Alex Jones will say once this document is released. AC, you're right. MTMG, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, you could argue that like Bill Clinton is an associate of Epstein. You could also argue that that uh, that Bill Clinton is also uh, not Bill Clinton. Um, Bill Gates. Well, both Bill Clinton and Bill Gates are clients and associates and or associates of uh, Epstein. Um, what I was what I want to see. What I would again. No one really knows what's gonna happen. Uh, I think Six Hexenhammer is kind of. Uh, I think he hit the nail on the head um, in regards to this situation. We're probably going to see a list of people who would like literally work for him. You know, like, oh, this is the chauffeur. This guy was, uh, you know, the maintenance dude. This is the pilot. You know, this is the limo driver, etc. This is the, this was the chef who may or may not have seen or heard things. Um, so we're not going to we're probably not going to see an exhaustive list of like celebrities because uh, what I would like to see are Hollywood people. Because the Hollywood people, they're the propaganda arm of the Democratic Party. And that's what I would like to see neutered, just completely destroyed. Uh, nobody cares about the scientists. No one cares about, you know, like, uh, you know, former Democratic governors or even the former Democratic president, Bill Clinton. No one cares that those dudes were on the island. 
I mean, dude, Bill Clinton is literally photographed with one of the victims of Jeffrey Epstein, and nobody cares. But if it's the Hollywood elite, you know, if it's Leonardo DiCaprio, if it's uh, Bill, uh, Tom Hanks, etc., devastating, absolutely devastating, and it, and it would be a massive W for us, which is what we need. Hold on one second. The fuck is this? Oh, that's my Elgato camera hub thingy. Uh, let's see. We need to know the elite's names. Yeah, uh, the ones I know for sure: Stephen Hawking, Bill Gates, Matt Groening. Um, oh man, uh, th there's a lot. People, dude, I actually got into a debate with somebody because I said that Stephen Hawking is a PDF file, and he is. Stephen Hawking was that scientist douchebag who was um using the wheelchair and he talked with a little machine, even though his body was broken and you really couldn't move around or anything like that. That dude cheated on his wife, and he ended up divorcing her and getting remarried to somebody else. And uh, his penis still worked, you know? Like, he can still fuck if he wanted to. And, uh, yeah, this guy was an associate of Jeffrey Epstein. This guy was hanging out on Jeffrey Epstein's island. This guy is very, very likely victimized children, even though he's in a fucking wheelchair. People just don't understand anatomy, biology, or his illness, for that matter. Um, another scientist, Richard Dawkins who absolutely chimped out when asked about his involvement with Jeffrey Epstein. Another scientist, uh, oh, fuck, what was his name? Uh, the, the political scientist guy, uh, really popular on the left, Noam Chomsky. You know, that guy also chimped out when asked about his involvement with Jeffrey Epstein. So taking out the artists, taking out the, the celebrities, top priority. And then go after the scientists because they're insufferable jackasses. And then go after the politicians. Because we everybody knows that the politicians are up to no good. You know, uh, Senator Menendez is probably a part of that shit, too. Bill Clinton, for sure. Uh, Senator Menendez, probably. And then there was a former governor of New Mexico, Democrat, by the way. Uh, he was involved with that shit, too. How do you be a pedo when you're in a wheelchair? Dude, uh, I don't know. But, yeah, if you look up Stephen, if you just Google Stephen Hawking's Epstein list or Stephen Hawking's uh, Epstein Island, that's what you're going to see. You're, you're going to see it. And uh, you can't unsee it. Matt Groening. I loved Matt Groening growing up. I love The Simpsons growing up. And a lot. And I tell people, it's like, yeah, I don't really, you know, I don't really fuck with sports. You know, because they're doing the Black National Anthem. You know, they're, they're, they're kneeling before the flag and disrespecting the troops and shit. So I don't do sports. And I also tell them, like, I can't, I can't watch The Simpsons anymore. I can't watch South Park or, or any of those stupid cartoons because, like, the people who are making that shit are woke and they're stupid and I don't believe or agree with what they're saying. So I can't support it. And people think it's weird, but I don't. It's like, if people are doing things I don't like, I don't want to associate with it. And again, I used to love The Simpsons. I grew up watching The Simpsons. But Matt Groening is a creator of that. And, and again, this guy was... Uh, you know, receiving favors from some of the victims. And it was on Epstein's plane, so. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, what is going to happen with the list? Uh, again, my hope is we see high-profile figures in Hollywood. Uh, because that, that would also be the easiest to get rid of. Because even though it would be more important to get rid of those people and to see them fall, the establishment, the, the high-ranking officials in government that are involved with Epstein, um, they, can, they can weasel their way out of this. They, they have remedies. They have uh, an out. They they have a, a little golden parachute to to escape this. You know, somebody like uh, let's say Chris Tucker, yeah, he's fucked. And, and that guy's done some sh some sneaky beaky stuff on Epstein's island. All right. Well, that's enough about this island. I think we're done with that. <laughs> All right.
We got to get into the pop culture stuff. We're going to have a lot more fun. Instead of talking about all this dark stuff. Let's see. Epstein was a Mossad CIA honey trapper. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I never watched Howard Stern, but that dude seems like a worse George Carlin. Uh, well, phew. well, first off, George Carlin is pretty bad. Uh, yeah, George Carlin, super anti-white, super racist, super woke before woke was even a thing. Uh, Howard Stern was never like George Carlin. Uh, one, I think Howard Stern was funnier. And also, Howard Stern is not even a stand-up comedian. Yeah, I, I used to love Howard Stern, too. Uh, hopefully, Howard Stern is not really a part of that uh, PDF crowd. But um, you never know, man. You never know. All right, well, we got to see what's, what's going on here. Uh, Worst-reviewed Call of Duty ever has already outsold Zelda. T-O-T-K. I don't know what T-O-T-K means. Um, new data reveals the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is already the second best-selling video game of 2023 despite awful reviews, low Metacritic score, and complaints that its campaign was too short. Dude, the campaign was too short. I think the campaign was too dumb and boring. It's one of the worst things you can do in life is bore people. If you're, if you're an entertainer, you don't want to bore the audience. If you're in a relationship, you don't want to bore your woman because she's going to cheat on you. You bore the audience, they leave. If you're a storyteller and your story sucks, people are going to tap out. I did not buy this game, but I went on YouTube and I watched all the cutscenes, and it was like a two-hour and 30-minute long movie. I was unbelievably bored. I was just like on my phone, just like texting women and stuff, texting my friends. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Thank you, Cappy Lover, for uh, letting me know what that is. Uh, so, yeah, I was just incredibly bored. The writing is awful. Um, all the fun and charm, if you want to call it that, all, all the fun... That existed prior to this new way, the new wave of Call of Duty movie uh, games, completely gone. It, none of it exists anymore. Uh, the the last the the Modern Warfare remake that came out just a couple years ago it was okay. You know, Modern Warfare Two was okay, and then this is totally boring. Uh, none of these none of these games or stories were great. The gameplay is kind of mid, um, but this just lends credence to something that I've been thinking about a lot. Um, it doesn't matter if the product is shit which Call of Duty 3 is, uh, people are still going to buy it just because it's Call of Duty, because it's got a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people backing it. A lot of people have been playing it. It's just a really popular thing. It kind of reminds me of Oliver Anthony. Um, Oliver Anthony's very popular, but his shit sucks, and the guy's a total fraudster, but people are still throwing money at him. It doesn't matter. There's just some things in this world that we just got to, you know, accept, or, you know, people are going to throw money at it no matter what. No matter what, they're just going to throw money at it. Um, like this shit here. And, and again, I, I grew up playing Call of Duty. Uh, I remember I played the first one. I remember playing the first Call of Duty game as PC only. It was a World War II game, and it was a very, very special, magical experience. On December 13th, Matt uh, Pesctilla, video game industry analyst and executive director at Sakana, formerly NDP or MPD, uh, tweeted some interesting stats about uh, video game hardware and software sales in 2023. All right, fuck this. Let's just watch this. Uh, let's just look at the... the uh, these stats really quick. All right. So, uh, November 2023, top 20 games, physical and full game digital from uh, the Nintendo eShop, PlayStation, Steam, and Xbox platform are uh, for publishers. Digital, blah, 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 ranked. All right. So, number one, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Uh, number two, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Uh, let's see. Ranked three, uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Four, Madden NFL. Super Mario's Wonder was fifth. 
Uh, a lot of Mario, a lot of a lot of basketball American shit, uh, a lot of fighting shit, and uh, and then just like Call of Duty, dude. I, I only see one shooter here. What's going on? Yeah, uh, Minecraft is still an insanely popular game for some reason. Like you know, over a decade later, and it's still insanely popular. Okay, uh, so yeah, uh, just because it's popular doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, so you know, like the like they stated <clears throat> like they stated here. The worst reviewed Call of Duty ever has already outsold Zelda. <laughs> I got Mario Wonder. Is that Mario Wonder the one where uh, Super Mario turns into like a fat elephant? He's like a Republican. He's like running around trying to make the kingdom great again. Deport all the Goombas. All right. Uh, what else have we got in pop culture news? Oh, yeah. I'm an etiquette expert. Don't do this disrespectful thing on Christmas. So we just had Christmas. I worked. So I didn't have these problems, but I want you guys to take note and let me know if you violated these sacred etiquette rules on the sacred day, the birth of baby Jesus. So you might want to rethink that Christmas pregnancy reveal according to an etiquette expert because announcing you're expecting on the holiday is rude. What the hell says who? Fuck you. It is disrespectful and very inconsiderate to shine the floodlight on yourself and to interrupt everyone's enjoyment of the day. Professional purveyor of taste, Liz Weiss, told the telegraph. First off, Liz Weiss probably has no friends. But if I'm at a party and someone is like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm having a baby, I'm not going to be like, listen, Lisa, it's pretty fucking rude, okay? You're just you're stealing all my joy of the holiday because you announced your pregnancy like, have some fucking class, you dumb bitch. Like, dude, seriously? Like, who does that? Who does that? Oh, dude, we have to read the rest of this because, I, again, I'm, I, look, I'm not, I'm from the streets, right? So uh, maybe I don't have the best etiquette, but uh, maybe this is proof that I have no etiquette because if a woman says, oh, yeah, I'm having a baby and I don't chip out, does that mean I'm, I'm a classless retard who, who lacks etiquette? <laughs> Those who are expecting can uh, keep their drinks virgin and save their good news for later, she insisted. I don't know. I think if I'm with, like, good friends and family and someone's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm having a little baby, I'd be like, wow, that's really great news. All the more reason to be thankful and to celebrate life. Uh, and it's not just news about the bun in the oven either. Why said that the same goes for announcing engagements and showing off a diamond ring is a no-no. Okay. This sounds like a jealous woman. Her friends are all getting pregnant. She's like, mm, where's my, you know, where's my baby? Her friends are like showing off the rings that they got from their loving boyfriends. And she's like, well, where's my ring? Yeah, uh, I'm just going to say Liz is a jealous bitch. Uh, she said that people who announce big things on Christmas are trying to hog the spotlight when the only ham should be on the dinner table. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with that. Some might think that announcing big news is the cherry on the Christmas cake. I, I would think so. But it's really piling too much on to the Christmas bonanza, said Wise, who works for British etiquette coaching company, The Brits. Dude, I'm going to call this company up. I'm like, dude, I, wanna, I want an interview with Liz. Dude, we got to get Liz on the watch frogs. Uh, Liz Wise compared announcing a pregnancy on Christmas to getting engaged on someone's graduation day. First off, why would you get engaged to somebody on someone's graduation day or even during someone's graduation? Also, uh, there's 24 hours in a day. Uh, you're not graduating the entire time. Uh, people need to get the fuck over themselves. Uh, there's this element of upstaging. Forget about your big day. It's all about me, she explained. I don't know. I, guys, am I, am I in a line here for thinking Liz Weiss is uh, jealous? 
and said she had some sage advice for those celebrating the holidays. Christmas is a uh, conveyable. <laughs> Why am I not able to say these words? Hold, dude, fuck this. Can I can I select this? How do I pronounce this word? Convivial. Okay, I guess I said it right. Anyways. Spending time with the family should be the priority. Why is not sharing good news like a good thing with the family? I don't know. Is she going to explain? This article is not even long. She doesn't explain herself at all. Uh, proper Christmas manners vary from family to family. And according to an etiquette expert uh, at Toddler, the time you open your gifts can raise some eyebrows. While kids may wake their parents at dawn in anticipation of opening their gifts, tearing open the wrapping paper before breakfast is seen as vulgar. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, people can uh, people can peep inside their Christmas stockings in the morning, but they should wait until after lunch to open the presents under the tree. Uh, yeah, dude. Sometimes families stay up till midnight and they open them at midnight. Sometimes they they open presents as soon as they wake up. Uh, sometimes people will do it after breakfast. Uh, everyone, every family is different. I, I think these rules suck. Uh, dude, this etiquette company is bullshit. What what a bunch of scammers. But when is the best time to announce a holiday engagement or pregnancy? Etiquette tutor Joe Bryant. Oh, God, another one. Told the Telegraph that happy personal news is best to save for after Boxing Day, December 26th. Oh, wow. A whole day. Wallace, you may be excited to share the news. It may be best only to share with your very nearest and dearest rather than broadcasting across social media or to your outer circle. She said, after Boxing Day, most people actually start to feel quite... Okay, okay, we're done here. All right, so first off, if you're on Facebook, because let's say well, this is where you primarily share, you know, this type, the, those types of uh, announcements, right? If you're on Facebook, uh, first of all, anybody can post whatever they want. It's their Facebook. It's their wall. They can post whatever they want on their wall. Um, I saw, dude, I swear to God, guys, I didn't read this article at all. I just thought there'd be like, here are a list of things that you're not supposed to do. Uh, don't wear like a Trump hat or something. Um, yeah. So when I read when I read this, I'm I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of Liz Weiss, and she comes off to me as a bitter woman, a bitter, spiteful, hateful woman who is very jealous of other people and their happiness. Again, if my, dude, like one of my good friends, uh, I'm going to call him uh, the Sperm Rider because that's what I, that's his, uh, his name. It's close to his name on when we play video games. Someone I've known for a very long time. When he had a baby or he just announced that they're having a baby, I was so happy. Like it just, I can't imagine a scenario where I'm just like, uh, listen, sperm rider, it's fucking Christmas, bro. You couldn't wait until the 26th, you know? Like I just, I've never had that that mindset. Uh, hold on, let me read some of these comments. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, my man. Uh, do you not have family? Uh, I do, but I worked, so I didn't get to spend time with them. Oh, let's see. It's rude. I'm my asshole. Yeah, no. Uh, Christmas pregnancy reveals would be awesome. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you're stealing the attention. Are you really uh, from? The, I'm not really from the streets. Uh, I just like to say that because it's funny. It's more like a euphemism for just not growing up super privileged and fortunate. Um, you know, because like I, I live in a really nice area, and everybody around me, you know, like like I grew up single parent household. Dad stepped out. You know, not a really happy family life sort of deal. Uh, I mean, things are great now. I'm not I'm not crying. You know, there's no tears in my beer or anything like that. But that's just a reality as opposed to a lot of my friends who had, you know, two parents. They, they're very wealthy families. And, and again, that, that's what I want for everybody. I want everyone to have really happy upbringings just because I, you know, uh, had the life that I had or led the life that I led doesn't mean I get upset 
or I feel like I'm being torn down because other people are doing well or did well, etc. So that's why when I'm like, oh yeah, I'm from the streets, it just means like I grew up rougher, you know, like like etiquette and you know like th this type of shit just wasn't something in my life. Uh, let's see, Christmas is celebrating the birth of ba uh, of a baby. Like what? I know, right? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna uh, say that's retarded. Yeah, thank you. Uh, let's see, they do not let me post whatever I want on my wall. Really, rookie? Um, why? I don't understand. Why would they? Why would they not let you do that? All right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, Liz Weiss sucks, and I'm gonna save this, and I'm gonna reach out to her. I'm gonna have her join me on the watch process. I'm like, listen, girl, you gotta explain yourself because you're not looking good here. You're not looking good here. All right. So Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom belly flops at the box office with forty three million uh dollar debut. You know, uh, all the all the the Griptosphere nerds are saying that this is a result of uh, Amber Heard, or as they like to call her, Amber Turd. Uh, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I just think people are tired of this boring shit. It's like, oh yeah, Aquaman. Who gives a fuck? Like really? Like like who's creaming their pants over Aquaman in the Lost Kingdom? <laughs> just, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure my former co-host, you know, he's like, oh yeah, me and my whole family, we went. But uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, cheese. If you're listening. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Just like who's who's getting excited over this? It's like yeah, Jason Momoa. Who cares? You know, you know what people are going to be highlighting? They're going to be highlighting, like, all the money that it costs to make this thing. And they're going to be talking about, like, how much it lost and how much it needed to make. Because, like, again, if I wanted to do the Cryptosphere thing, I'd be like, oh, guys, check this out. Aquaman costs, you know, a bajillion dollars, but only made, like, 12 million. You know, go woke, go broke, Amber Turd, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, I could do that all fucking day. But I want to be more genuine in reporting on this kind of stuff. And, and and really talk about what's really happening out there. And to be honest, I just think people are, are sick of this shit. Um, all this stuff is soulless garbage. No one wants to say it's soulless garbage except for me. And a lot of people just don't feel comfortable saying that, hey, I used to watch these things, and now it's bad because of, you know, reasons. Uh, they're, they're lying about it. They're lying about it. Uh, these films largely suck because they're soulless and they're boring. Um when they started doing that, I don't know, quite a while ago, uh, I think I noticed them being lazy before they started being woke. Because, um, again, I, I, I remember when uh, the Iron Man really propelled the, the comic book stuff forward. Iron Man, I think, came out in 2007 or 2008. And it was such a, it was such a blast. I think I saw it in theaters. It was so much fun. And, uh, and I loved it. Um, when I was in college, uh, I took my college sweetheart. Whenever like any of these movies came out, yeah, they were they were kind of mid. You know, it's probably inappropriate to take a girl to see those see those kind of movies, but whatever. We enjoyed it. Um, let's see. Let me read some of these. Oh, you didn't have a good child. No, uh, Capular. I think I did have a good childhood. Yeah. Let, let me reiterate. Just because it wasn't like you know, sunshine and rainbows all the time, uh, it doesn't mean it was bad. I, I mean, all things considered, I had a relatively normal. Uh, childhood, you know, I skateboarded. I did video game tournaments at Game Crazy, which which was uh, connected to Hollywood Video, which is like Blockbuster for those who don't know. Um, you know, I went to all the ball games, had a bunch of girlfriends, uh, went to the parties and stuff, rode bikes. It was a really normal uh, high school or school experience. It's just you know, they're, they're, but there there's some darkness there though. Can't lie to you guys, there's some fucking. Dark. I do real life here on this channel. Um, you know, my dad stepped out when I was a teen. Just fucking left um you know whatever Ooh, somebody called a shrink Ooh, you know like what are you gonna do you know it's hap you know some people will hold that 
uh, you know, we'll, we'll hold on to those memories and, and whine and cry about it and make stupid decisions and, and blame it on their, their, their past trauma. I, I don't want to say I'm traumatized. Um, I mean, there was just some other shit that happened too. Um, but, I mean, it's in the past, you know, and I got through it. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, I had a normal childhood, uh, too, for the most part. I was adopted. Oh. Uh, he was a teen when you left. No, I was a teen when he left. I was a teen. I would think I was like 14 and a half, maybe 15. Uh, fuck, my dad listens to the show, so he's going to be like, oh, why are you talking about me like that, boy? I'm like, yeah, shut the fuck up. I'm kidding, Dad. Uh, let's see. He's all like, oh, you, you can't be talking about the replacement. That's a, that's a conspiracy theory. I'm like, shut the fuck I don't want to get, get into it. So parents outraged at Netflix show for toddlers Coco Melon Lane after show has boy dancing tutu for Rainbow Dads. Uh, dude, a new spinoff series of a popular Netflix show for babies and preschoolers has some parents in an uproar after it introduced rainbow characters in a scene where a boy dresses up in a tutu and a tiara. In one episode segment uh, for Coco Melon Lane called Just Be Meme, a little boy plays dressed up in a studio preparing for a photo shoot with his two dads. His two very rainbow dads who engage in sodomy and sin. Uh, taking out different costumes, he asks his uh, rainbow parents which one would look best. His dads encourage him to be himself. Oh my gosh, this is image of this little boy. A little cartoon boy prancing around like a fairy. And then, of course, the Rainbow Dads. One of them is a Magic American, and the other one looks like Jeremy from The Quartering if he lost, like, 200 pounds. What the hell is going on with the show? Um, let's see. Do we got a clip of this? Actually, we can't play a clip of this uh, because it'll probably be uh, copyright-stricken. Hold up. I need chapstick. Uh, okay, never mind. I don't, I don't have any chapstick, so I guess I'm going to be miserable the rest of the show. <laughs> so I'll just say this. I'll just say this about the show. Um... Netflix has been pushing a woke agenda for many, many years now. And people are getting outraged. Maybe rightfully so. But I'm pointing the finger at the parents. You guys should fucking know better. We've been warning you. If you, if you actually trusted Tim Pool and Jack Posobiec, you'd know that this is happening. You know, there's the cutie stuff. You know, there's all this other bullshit. And they should know better. They're like, I can't believe my kid's being exposed to this. I can't believe you're not parenting. I can't believe you're not. Why are you paying for Netflix to begin with? Why aren't you pirating your content and avoiding ads that are subversive and avoiding this garbage that is subversive? It's like, oh, well, what's my kid going to watch? You know, those old vintage episodes of the Sesame Street on Filmlicious. You can pirate them. You can download them on BitTorrent or whatever, or uh, Pirate Bay. And uh, by the way, all that, the old school Sesame Street stuff, all the old school, you know, Jim Henson stuff, aged like fine wine. My God, he is so funny. He's so talented. And I remember growing up as a kid, I loved Sesame Street. I loved Jim Henson. And now that I'm a lot older and I'm more sophisticated, I went back and watched some like vintage Johnny Carson stuff and Jim Henson was on there. Guy was so fucking witty, so funny, uh, just pure class, pure charisma. And uh, fuck, man, we lost him too soon. It's really, a, it's really unfortunate what happened to him. And the, you know, the guy was really like an innovator, man. And not only that, he was like one of the OG hipsters. So I got nothing but love for for Jim Henson. And again, you could just people could go back and watch some of these older shows or pirate them and have their kids watch it. You know, instead of trusting the algorithms 
uh, trusting these these uh, machine learning uh, streaming sites to to pump this propaganda into your kid's head. Like, what do you expect? You leave your kids alone with these fucking perverts. They're gonna shove this shit down their throats. Like, people should just know this by now. Yeah, watch the the Daily Wire stuff. Uh, no, the the Daily Wire stuff will just bore them. Let's see, Coco Melon, uh, Lane. I don't feel safe around that title. I do. I don't even know what Coco Melons is. But I like Jeremy. Th- I, I like Jeremy from the quartering. I don't think he's a bad dude. I mean, he's kind of a grifter, sort of. But I don't think he's a bad person. But I don't like his grifting. I think the grifting shit sucks. I'm really tired of it. But sometimes he goes hard. That's that's like the that's like the weird thing about Jeremy. Like one day he'll go super hard. I'll be like, God damn, dude, get him, Jeremy. And then, like, other days, he's, like, a total grifter and, like, kind of a bitch. And I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but, you know, whatever, man. Uh, all right. Well, let's continue. Yeah, so be be aware, guys. Oh, yeah, Magic American is just a euphemism for, um, uh, I don't know, George Floyd Americans, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm trying to avoid saying black because uh, I don't want YouTube to flag me. So I say Magic American. All right, anyways. Man vows never to do Secret Santa again after he goes all out with his present, only to get Reese's Hershey's chocolates in return. <laughs> oh, God, that's so funny. Uh, if you guys have a, a hilarious Secret Santa story, uh, please fill me in. I like to read about these uh, hilarious <laughs> stories. Um, yeah, Jeremy is just soy. Uh, fortified with creatine. Hey, MTMG, you're probably right. All right, so, uh, oh, there's a fucking video. Here, let's just watch this. At Secret Santa anymore, at any job, any workplace ever again. Last Friday, everybody's supposed to brought their gifts. I went all out my way. I put Christmas lights on the bag, um, Santa paper. I had all kind of stocking stuffers down in the bag. Um, I put bells on the gift bag. The lady that I got, I went over and beyond. So, you know, the day come, you know, I'm excited. I'm all festive. I got my Christmas ugly sweater on or whatever you call them things. I get to work. You know, everybody putting their bags down on the shelf. You know, a couple hours go by. They call everybody up. I'm excited. You know. It's Christmas time. Some people don't even get a gift. And Secret Santa, sometimes, that person, they may just get that one gift. All right, this is taking way too fucking long. Like, dude, bro, learn to tell a fucking story. Jesus Christ. All right, let's just, let's just read. Let's see, what do we got here? All right, a disgruntled man proclaimed he will not be participating in Secret Santa at his work anymore. Uh, hold on. Where's my fucking mouse cursor? Oh, great. Now I'm fucking this up. All right. After he received the gift, he felt was pathetic. <laughs> Dude, that's not how gifts work, bitch. Uh, the man who didn't uh, who didn't identify himself held a small blue box as he showed his viewers the lackluster present from his mysterious sender. I will not be participating in Secret Santa anymore at any job, any workplace ever again, he said on TikTok. Uh, the worker explained how everyone at his job was supposed to bring a gift, adding that uh, he went all out for his Secret Santa assignment. I put Christmas lights on the bag, uh, sand, um, Santa paper. I had all kind of stocking stuffers in the bag. Uh, I put bells in the bag, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's Christmas time. Some people don't even uh, get a gift. And Secret Santa sometimes. 
that person may just get the, that one gift, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he then added that uh, as a, everybody was instructed to put their uh, bags down on the shelves before he was informed that his secret Santa didn't come into work and he would receive his gift on another, uh, another day. The annoyed worker revealed he eventually received a handful of assorted mini chocolates. I get to work today. I get my gift, y'all. She hands me a gift. I open it up, and this is what I have now. Uh, mind you, the limit was $25, he said. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Reese's Pieces Cups are pretty delicious. What a little bitch. Social media users shared uh, the same sentiment as the worker uh, and... The, the, the grammar here sucks. And we're extremely put off by the cheap candy gift box. I would leave it in a public spot in the office with a note that says free snacks. The commenter said, um, damn, dude. Like, what did they expect? Secret Santa, dude. People don't got a lot of money to spend. And usually you, people don't spend that much money on these Secret Santas. Uh, me, personally, I don't do Secret Santa. Uh, but at work, I got hooked up with like a bunch of donuts. So that was pretty nice. I hate people who bitch about gifts. Yeah, so do I, rookie. Depends what... When I was younger... I would get pretty upset because I got jealous that everybody got cool shit and I was like too poor to get anything cool or like I, I'm like I'm a size medium but not long ago I was a size small or extra small and I wasn't really close with my family so they'd be like here you go Giovanni and it's like large pants like dude the pants don't even like like as soon as I lift them up they just fall right back down to my ankles. It's really embarrassing and I'm like my family fucking hates me, man. They don't even know me. They don't even know my size. Whatever. Uh uh let's see. Uh you hooked up with uh, a bunch of donuts. Yeah, I got yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got hooked up with a bunch of donuts. I mean, whatever, man. I like donuts. Um you know, just Dunkin Donuts with rainbow sprinkles, chocolate. Oh, dude, best. Key to my heart. All right, so anyways, um, I'm trying to think, like, what was the worst holiday gift or Christmas gift I ever received? Yeah, I don't really know. Um, I think my dad's father, he gave me, like, a like a card, and it was literally $1. Uh, people don't believe that story, but I swear, right hand up, God is my witness. I received $1 as a gift from my dad's father once. And, um... I will not elaborate. So anyways. All right, so this guy is pretty interesting. So we got to get into uh, human interest stories here. Uh, meet the 21-year-old Roblox creator whose roach-ridden trash-filled room uh, has both fascinated and horrified fans. All right, so there's a little clip here. We're going to listen to this shit. Guys, I've got a girl coming over, and my room's got to be spotless when she gets here. I don't want to gross her out. Here's the room before... This is the situation outlook. I think it's gotten pretty bad. Um, but we're going to get this fixed up real quick. Those crunchy socks down there between my dresser and the bed have to go. That's no good. If she finds that, then she'll definitely be running. Now, I did finish all these Cokes, these Dr. Peppers. I told you guys I would. I'm taking them down. I drink the old ones. They taste fine. The Starbucks did not look good. I wasn't going to drink this anymore. Um, I think I'm done buying Starbucks because it molds really quickly, which isn't good for like saving for later i found a spoon on my floor i don't even know where this comes from but it didn't look good do you guys ever do this i left this sandwich out and i totally forgot to eat it this thing was rock hard look what i found i found a picture of me when i was a kid can't you see the glow up i look really good now anyway this orange got molded which seems kind of weird because it still has a shell so that's a bad design anyway though we've made a lot of progress it looks so good 
I think she'll be really impressed when she gets here because, I mean, like, my gaming setup's clean, so when she sits down to, like, play League with me, I think it's going to look really good. What do you guys think? Like, down here, this side's not... Yeah, it's pretty good, actually. But, overall, I think it's looking really good. Please wish me luck on my date, guys. I'm really nervous, and I think it's going to go great. Thanks for watching. I think this is an act. I don't believe this is real. However, the guy's going above and beyond to appear disgusting. Like, he's a 20-year-old kid. I know he's technically a man, but he looks like a little kid to me. And, you know, he's like, he's got that little, like, adorable little boy charm thing going on. But as somebody who's acted before, someone who's done voice acting, someone who knows how to call a bullshitter out on their bullshit, because, again, this is what I used to do professionally. The dude's acting. However, the commitment to the bit is pretty disgusting. That was rotting food on the floor of this, uh, of this room. Uh, he claims to live with his parents, which is not surprising because the rest of the house is clean. And it's very likely that the room that he's playing the video games in is like a game room. There were roaches in that fucking room. Um, now, I don't believe that this guy is this obtuse when it comes to, like, dating and living in a clean environment. Again, the rest of the house is clean. So this kid knows what's up. And he's very young. He doesn't look retarded. And the way that he sounds, he's obviously putting on an act. But, uh, yeah, if you're tricked by this, uh, don't be. It's This is clearly an act. Uh, let's see if there's any uh, relevant information in the rest of this article here. All right, so his name is Pow Envy. So Pow Envy's room is a junk food safari. In one corner, there are many empty snack packets of Takis, Funyuns, and Airheads. And another McDonald's and Popeye's bags are piled against each other. Empty cans of Dr. Pepper lay next to used Starbucks and soda cups on his desk. By the way, for the audio-only listeners, there was literally moldy Starbucks cups. It's, um, yeah, that stuff would attract bugs. I mean, there's there was a couple of videos on this dude's TikTok where he's, like, stepping on them or, or he's, like, raising these little rats to hunt down the roaches. In a video from late September, he showed himself cleaning up his room because a date was coming over. He made an effort to tidy up, throwing out rotting food and an old Starbucks drink. But the room still looked arguably dirty by the end. Yeah, no shit. Uh, confirmed that the mess is real, not staged. Uh, yeah, I do believe that the, the mess is real. It's a real mess, but it is staged. But the commitment to the bit is just above and beyond. Again, we see roaches in some of these videos. Like actual bugs rummaging through the trash, rummaging through the desk. And uh, it's pretty disgusting. The the links people will go for internet clout for internet attention. Oh, here we go. Here, here's the video. Hold on, hold on. All right, guys. So we're gonna play this clip. We're, we're gonna see some roaches. Doing a roach killing vod review. I saw this roach chilling on the bathtub. I think he was trying to take a shower. Uh, he didn't know that Saturdays are for showers, and today was not, in fact, a Saturday. So anyway, this is the roach we're gonna be killing today. I see him on my wall. I go for the sandal. As you can see, I'm getting ready for the kill. I aim. Unfortunately, I do miss by about an inch. He falls down. He drops. I look for him. I think I see him. Target spotted. I go in for the kill. This guy is not going to get away this time. He crawls away. He gets away. Now, listen. This is where things get interesting. I throw my sandal because I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh my god, how am I going to find this guy now? He's like, he's made it into the jungle. Uh, he's in the jungle now. He is, in fact, 
gone. Um, I do dig around for a second with my hands. Uh, I'm just grabbing the sandal, flipping it over and making sure he's not on the sandal, making sure he's not going to try and crawl on my hand. I grab the sandal. I look around. I realize, oh my God, he has made it to the jungle. This roach is gone. I hate when this happens. Unbelievable. Going to the gym to get shredded as a Roblox streamer. Recently, I've been getting called out by you guys for being really skinny. And now that I have a shaved head, I got to get ripped. So I head to this little bike. Oh, what, dude, the best asset about the kid was his long hair. Now he just looks like a, any other fucking dork. What is going on here? He looks like a cancer patient. I'm not trying to bully him, but, like, dude, the long hair was, like, a good asset. Dude, the guy could have gotten so many chicks with the long hair. And now that it's gone, like I said, he... He looks like I should be, like, reading a book to him at St. Jude's. Oh, I got to read some of these comments here. Uh, let's see. Starbucks needs more preservatives. <laughs> MTMG writes. Uh, let's see. AC writes. If she wanted to be with you, then she'll catch your, uh, she'll, then she'll clean your room after you, uh, smash her good. I, that's right. Uh, I think he had a paid actor coming over. That almost looks like a baby roach, which means there are more of the same size. Oh, yeah, dude, there's plenty in there. Yeah, his cadence and general voice has short unuber all over it. Uh, let's see, less cockroaches than a modern woman's house. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> all right, so now he's getting shredded because he's really skinny. Let's see what's going on here. Bike machine and really put in the work. My heart started hurting, so I had to take a break, but then we got right back on. And in total, I biked half a mile, which is a really long distance. That would be like 30 seconds in a car going 60 miles an hour, I think. Yeah, so he's doing fake math on purpose. He's just, dude, he's just engagement farming. So he's saying things that are objectively not true, so people respond to it. Kind of like this, but I'm not giving him uh, engagements because it's all blocking ads and shit. Um, anyway, though, that was a really good workout. I feel really good. My heart was pumping. And so now that we've worked out, it's time to get the protein in. So we headed to Taco Bell. Taco Bell has really good protein, which my friend said is what you need after you work out. So I'll take his advice. I got myself a lot of food here. Um, I spent about $23 total. I got the chips and cheese. I got the quesadilla, cheesy gordita crunch, the beef burrito, and a chipotle chicken melt. This should be enough food to really just make up for the working out that I just did. Let me know what you guys think. Did I get yeah, enough dude, the food? The bait is real. The, dude, this guy's baiting so hard. Like, I actually, I'm actually, like, I'm not even mad. Like, I'm impressed. What makes me upset are the amount of people that are falling for this. The amount of people that are like, oh, yeah, dude, this is real. Like, are you stupid? You know, I wanted to share something really funny with you guys. Because it's all about catching fake shit. Oh, what the fuck is this? Um... I guess I'm not logged in to Twitter anymore. Um, was I banned? Hold up. It's my phone. All right, uh, I guess I'm not banned. Um, give me a minute, you guys. Hold on, I, I forgot my login. I'm, I got to log into this shit in real time. I'm stupid as hell. 
You know what? Hold up. I did not mean to close out of that. Give me one second, you guys. I got to log into this shit. Uh, let's see. IQ levels. Uh, let me see. Almost all fish fall for bait. Fish IQs are at the standard modern human level. Probably. Yeah, I don't know why it signed me out of fucking Twitter. Come on. All right, there we go. All right, so now we're back. So the initial point that I wanted to get at is, um, like, ca catching the fakes, right? Calling bullshit out when you see it. Now, there was this video that went viral earlier. See if I can find it. You know what? I left a reply. Apologize for the dead air, you guys. All right, here we go. So, this video right here went viral. It was, went viral. I saw this first on uh, Facebook, and all the, the fucking retards were like, oh, my God, magic Americans. Like, they're just so under... They're, they're so misunderstood. They're just so... They get a bad rep, and... And like I see videos, dude. The the only purpose videos like this serve. The the cynical side of me is like they're making these videos to make money. They're they're making money because it's getting all this engagement. So I can see that, but there's also another element to this, and it's to promote a narrative, a narrative that is not true, uh, a narrative that runs contrary to crime data, to criminal trends among certain demographics and the the video only serves to trick people trick them take their money or or paint a false picture of reality and i'm going to walk you through step by step on how i knew this was instantly fake so without seeing what is happening here the first thing i noticed is that the quality of this shitty ring camera is is exceptionally good so that's how I know it's fake. Also, the margins for ring, is, you know, it's not really in that specific spot, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the, the caption reads, this melted my heart. He was only trying to help the teary-eyed emoji. So we have a, a cute white girl, cute white woman running inside of her home caught on this camera which is pretending to be a ring camera so that's what i instantly noticed right off the bat she runs inside. so magic american uh wearing a hoodie and adidas pants is he tried to look look, look at this am i crazy it looked like he's trying to get inside the house So now he's just knocking. All right. Get away. Open the door. No, go away. Why are you 
I, I got something for you. I would fall for what? What are you talking about? You think I'm a bad person? Yes, we're following me. What? I see you every day. I've never seen you in my life. Don't I get it. I, a lot of people don't notice me. Yeah, I get it. You know, I, I got your wallet. You dropped. You dropped your wallet. What? All right. So you dropped. You dropped your wallet. Pause this really quick. Just look at this. Orange juice. Alright. So, I got questions. I recognize this neighborhood. I believe this video, this video looks like it was shot in either like Arizona or Vegas, somewhere in the Southwest. If somebody drops or loses their wallet and you want to give it to them, and they're afraid of me for whatever reason. I'm not going to say, yo, I got some for you, man. That's actually a joke uh, from the 1990s show, The Critic. It's one of the first times I saw it. Um, there was a, it was a, the, the show, The Critic, took place in New York. And there was a magic American. And he's standing outside the small business. He's like, yo, Sal, I got some for you, man. And he throws a trash can through the window. And then the store owner comes out and says, hey, Mookie, you found my trash can. And the Magic American like, hey, you know, it was funny. But, yo, I got some for you. Suggest like, some shit's about to go down. And this is a neighborhood. And this dude was following her. I, I, I just know that you don't just like, it's not like there's like a small business right across the street from this neighborhood. So he's following her throughout this neighborhood. And she's running. That's what the video starts with her running inside, telling this magic American to go away. And he says, I got some for you. Um, so he's presenting himself very spooky. So that's how you know this is an act. All right, well, anyways, let's, let's continue. That's my wallet? I wouldn't open the door. Uh, this, again, if this was real, which it isn't, it's fake, like... Uh, I would be like, yeah, you can just leave it on the floor. Like, I don't feel comfortable going outside. Like, there's nothing wrong with you saying those things. Wait. I can't. I got asthma. I can't. I, I, I don't understand. Uh, by the way, that's not how you uh, behave when you have asthma, by the way. As somebody who used to have an inhaler, uh, no. Uh, not, you're, you're wrong. Um, you, you weren't chasing me? He was chasing her. It's on fucking video. You dumb bitch. <laughs> you are literally running. He was on your tail. <laughs> Fake. I had my stuff stolen before by the people I'm around. And everybody around me was looking at your wallet. So I was the first to pick it up. So I All right. So where is she hanging out where there's a bunch of magic Americans standing around looking at this wallet that she dropped? And he's like, I stole it. Picked <laughs> up your wallet. And I made sure they didn't steal it because if they stole it, they wasn't going to give it back. So I stole it first and then I followed you. And then when I followed you, you got scared and you ran. But I was only trying to give you back your wallet because I know what it's like to have my stuff stolen. I don't have much, but I can imagine no one cares enough to give you your stuff back. But I do. So I'm sorry if I scared you, but I was only trying to help. And then she brings him inside and gets fucked by Tyrone. I, I, um, 
Again, where, where did this happen? Where did this happen where there's a group of people? Because there's no one else in this video. Uh, so again, just be wary, guys. I mean, this is... I, I All I see is a, a couple of actors here. This is this fake viral video. First off, I know the quality of ring cameras. Uh, as an electrician, I've installed these before. I've installed blink cameras. I know their quality. That is not a ring camera. And there's a lot of these fake videos where it's like... Magic American shatters stereotype. Racist MAGA woman and her giga chud boyfriend uh, their their minds changed now they're voting for biden after this encounter and captured on ring lodge it's fortunately a lot of the commenters didn't believe it i give the writing four out of ten acting three out of ten uh set and direction one out of ten yeah uh, no, actually, I give the writing a 0 out of 10, the acting 0 out of 10, and the direction 0 out of 10. I mean, without any effort at all, I was able to kind of debunk this video. Uh, God-awful acting. Couldn't tell if it was a porno intro, a Christian inspirational video, or a prank. Laughing face emoji. Uh, let's see. Uh, this did not melt my damn heart. She's racist. All right, so Frosty Builds is a retard and fell for it. Uh, Panso Queenicious, uh, ugh, that name. Uh, being a black person comes with a lot of challenges, to be honest. You're always suspect. Broken heart emoji, sad face emoji, but nevertheless, I'm proud to be black. What does that have to do with anything? Uh, yeah, dude, if you're if, if I see a magic American chasing a cute white girl, uh, yeah, do you you sus? And that story didn't check out, by the way. Women, don't ever open the door. Not safe. Uh, Vincenzo, <laughs> dead on. Yeah, that's exactly what I said before reading these comments. Would have been hilarious if she opened the door. He would have been like, psych, gotcha, bitch, and tackled her. Yeah, that's in reality, that's what would happen in the real world. Not in these fake videos that are trying to basically do a PR for Magic Americans and the stereotypes that befall them. Wow, people really think this is real? Come on, man. Who approaches it in that way? Yeah, no shit. All right, guys. So you get the point. Fakery is afoot. You got to be able... The simple things that I was able to pick up on and notice. And I kind of used a little, bit, a little bit of expertise, some technical knowledge to know that uh, I was, we were being doomed. Oh, shit. I can't show this fucking video. Hold on. Scroll, scroll up. All right, back to this fake thing. Hold on. Let me read some of these comments. Uh, he should have just uh, minded his own business. He's lucky she didn't run in the house and shoot him or call the cops to shoot him. Well, you see, it was a fake video. Uh, it seems like a skit. It was. Uh, but if anyone does this, there is uh, too much of a, a risk. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, dude, there's ways to um, to deal with it. Like, like if he was genuinely a good Samaritan, let, let's say I found a wallet. I'm at a bar or whatever. You know, I'm at a store to find a wallet. And I'm like, oh, it's on my way home. And if I notice they have a ring or doorbell camera, I'll go up to the door, I'll ring it, and I'll show them. I'm like, hey, I got your wallet. I'm going to open it up. I'm like, here's all the money. I didn't touch it. I was at the store with you. Uh, peace out. Good luck. And then I'll leave. I don't need them to be there. And I just fucking leave. Uh, let's see. But, you know, again, low IQ guy. But, it, but again, the whole point is, is not to... The whole point is to make guys like the, the dude in the Adidas pants look good and to shatter a stereotype. Stereotypes exist for a reason. Someone should have commented, I normally skip this part. 
I know, right? Well, we got to move on. We got to move on to the next story. All right, some crime stuff. A Pennsylvania man kills wife and murder suicide, leaving five kids orphaned days before Christmas. Uh, so many of us got to enjoy our time with the family. Others have been broken up um, through no fault of their own. A Pennsylvania man uh, killed his wife Tuesday before turning the gun on himself, leaving their five children orphaned just five days before Christmas. Uh, let's see if we can get a reason. Uh, he shot her in the head. A fake cops say he would shortly after inflict upon himself. Um, the kid's daughter uh, and sons, blah, blah, blah. Um, were interviewed and released into the custody of other family members. So yeah, the kids are going with family. Usually, when uh, when children are removed out of the care of their parents, the the primary parents, their actual biological parents, they usually go to like you know grandma, grandpa, uncle, aunt, that sort of thing. Uh, police have not yet determined the motive. Okay, well that's it. Uh, yeah. So um, my guess is he was cheated on. That that would be my guess. Hey Gio. Uh, yo, what's up, Four Skinner? Sign me up. Oh, let's see. Uh, Chad, give uh five kids uh, Xmas. Give no single mother for them. Uh, she was gonna have. She was gonna leave them. Oh, pretty much. yeah, probably. A family. Uh, let's see. Candy Holiday, a family friend and neighbor of Blazes uh of the Blazies, was fundraising for his funeral. Said he loved his children more than anything in the world. Okay, so more than likely the the woman was gonna leave, and she's like, I'm gonna take the kids, and he's like, I'm gonna take you. I'm gonna take you with me. Uh, Brooke Rea worked at a local uh, chiropractor office. According to uh, Hoover, her obituary said she also worked at the Amazon Warehouse in Altoona. Uh, the couple who married, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Rea were heavily involved in racing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the racing community has since rallied around the orphan children, raising more than $56,000 for the kids. Oh, well, that's really nice. Uh, well, I'm sure because this is the last thing on their minds. Uh, they deserve our support. They need to know that. Well, it seems that the community is uh, rallying uh, behind the kids, which is good, but... Uh, uh yeah, I sense uh divorce with uh with an insane ugly custody battle. All right. Let's see, congratulations! I've reached hundred messages. Yay! Uh, let's see. I bet she caught him wearing her panties. That wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I've been caught doing worse. Uh, let's see. I've been watching for a while. Uh, the doorbell video is trash, dude. Isn't that doorbell video bullshit? <laughs> Uh, on the fifth day of Christmas, my true, <laughs> my true love uh, gave to me uh, three broken ribs, <laughs> five punctured wounds, and my skull through the TV. Oh man, there's a, I don't know if I can laugh at that uh, DV joke, that domestic violence joke. Uh, Christian husband, uh, you were made uh, from my rib. If I made you, then I can take you with me. Um, instant uh, isn't cutscene to murder suicide. I oh, know. All right, well, I, I thought there'd be a, an interesting motive. I think I meant to have this in, like, the 304 segment, but um, the show must go on. Uh, I think I did this one last week. Anti-Jewish property crimes uh, source startling 85% since Israel-Hamas war. Yeah, this, this is old. I apologize for including this, you guys. Whoop. Dear Penny, am I a bad mom if I don't co-sign my daughter's uh, 800K mortgage? Uh, let me just be the answer. No. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see so let's hear what uh what what penny has to say your daughter isn't the only person struggling with the cost of housing these days no one knows what the solution is but i'm pretty sure it's not for moms to swoop in and co-sign so that their grown children can buy overpriced homes if you think you're uh frustrated now imagine how you'll feel when you're on the hook for an eight hundred thousand dollar mortgage 
I say when rather than if because of the high likelihood that your daughter can't afford payments on a loan of this size. Not many 25-year-olds can afford that much house on an entry-level salary. I'm not sure. Oh, my fucking God. Go away. Uh, I'm not sure what the deal is with the daughter and her grandmother. Maybe grandma wants to set uh, set you up as the bad guy, but it's, it's also possible that grandma doesn't understand how serious the consequences can be when co-signing goes awry. Um, it really doesn't matter what your daughter's grandmother thinks. It's your money and your credit on the line. Uh, I have mixed feelings about this. Because on one hand, I am of the belief that like a parent should be helping their kid like all throughout their life. And, you know, like, like, like if I have kids, when I have kids and they're growing up and shit and they're at that age where they graduate high school, I would hope that they would want to go to a university near me. Like, yeah, fucking just go to UNLV. I'll help you out. You can stay here. I'm not going to charge you rent because I want my kids to succeed. I want them to get ahead in life. I want them to work part time. I want them to save all the money that they make because I don't want you to take anything from them. Um, I think helping your kids is like a really great thing. Uh, a lot of uh, a handful of my friends, their parents help them out with like the mortgage and stuff. Um, so that's just what I'm used to experiencing. But I also get the other side of it where it's like, you know, there comes a point where it's like it's not just, you know, the parents have a life, too. And it doesn't really make sense to go down with a sinking ship. Um, so it's a. It's a tough one. University is a psyop. It can be. But I had an overwhelmingly positive university experience, and I know the universities are kind of shit right now, but they weren't always like that. And, and, it, and, it, and it honestly would take just very little effort to make university worth it. I think there needs to be more rational, sane people going into universities, becoming college educated and being elite in, you know, uh, dispersing all throughout the professional world. Because right now, people like myself have been expelled from the professional world have been pushed out of it or people are just people like me are just aren't showing up because they don't you know they don't think they'll make it or they won't fit in or whatever the case may be and i think that's a shame i think it's a shame that uh i think uh mike cernovich is right um you know people like myself di uh, political dissidents we we really should be occupying uh you know uh, city council positions we should be occupying hr departments we should be occupying you know the the professional class the credentialed class and uh, putting a, a, a stop to a lot of this woke insanity that we're seeing all throughout the all throughout the, the professional world. And yeah, the trades are good. The trades are really good. I, I'm in the trade. You know, I'm an electrician, but you know, um we're we keep society going, but a lot of our problems come from the administrative state, from the administrative class. And if people if good people occupy those positions, they can put a stop to a lot of the insanity going on, or at the very least, it, we can have whistleblowers there. If people like myself don't exist uh, among the credentialed class, you know, James O'Keefe would be out of a job. Nobody would be, you know, blowing the whistle to to OMG Media. Now, just because I've, I'm like, yeah, maybe university is not the worst thing in the world. It's I'm not endorsing or co-signing on all the woke bullshit and safe spaces and stuff because I, I I obviously hate that stuff. And I think it was the last year I was in university was the first time I ever saw my first safe space. I was at UNLV. I, I think I was going to, I was walking to uh, one of those like fancy literature classes. It was like a lecture stuff. Uh, I forgot, I forgot what class it was. I just remember it was like literature oriented. 
and I literally saw my first safe space. It was so unreal to me because I, I I used to hear about it like you know listening to Jordan Peterson or Ben Shapiro or whatever, and now I'm like witnessing it. I'm like, oh my god, they weren't they were telling the truth. Housing market will boom for the next ten years. Where do you put all the illegals who are gonna vote blue? Housing market will boom. What do you mean it will boom? It's not gonna boom at all. I mean, they're, they're, the the stock of at least in the U.S. the stock of homes available is low and the homes that they are building a lot of them are sectioned off for illegal aliens so they live for free and that keeps or reduces the availability of actual homes that can be purchased so the the prices of uh you know like a a single family dwelling it's going to remain relatively high uh so i don't know what you mean by booming uh let's see freedom Mars. i personally think uh put the uh the woke in every non-real productive uh space so their productive erupts in an unabridged rage cerno is a cuck yeah cerno is a cuck they need to build housing housing market will boom for the next 10 years what do you uh uh foreskin i don't know what you're talking about you got to be more like clearing your speech uh yeah people told me i'm smart and i'll make a great doctor when i realized the responsibility would be to make those i don't like healthy I decided it's not worth it. I'll go with the trades. AC, if you're smart, there's nothing wrong with being a doctor. You can also go into private practice and you can choose your clients. Plain and simple. Uh, let's see. Nonstop uh, houses being built so trades will be in demand. Yeah, but you also have to understand, like in California, the, the regulators, they limit the amount of houses that can be built. They also make the process so slow that even if like you know they were gonna okay or or sign off on homes being built they the whole process is so slow so it's not like you're seeing like a boom of houses being built at once uh that's just not how it works there's just a lot of regulation and red tape and all this other bullshit in the way of preventing uh, houses being built in mass that's why people are living in their cars now the tiny house living is a real thing Move on. Antiques dealer who sold African mask for 4.6 million wins legal battle with original owners after buying it for $165. This is a really funny story. And all I see is greedy boomers getting what they deserve. An antiques dealer who sold a rare African mask for $4.6 million won a legal battle with an elderly couple who sold it uh, to him for $165 without realizing the treasure's actual worth. A French couple in their 80s obtained the wooden mask from an ancestor who was a governor in Africa, according to CNN, and kept the family heirloom in their second home in the south of France, along with other African artifacts. When the 88-year-old man and his 81-year-old wife identified only by their initials in court documents, went to sell the home. They held a garage sale. Among the items up for grabs was the angel mask, <laughs> once owned by Rene Victor Edward Maurice Fournier, uh, who had served as a colonel, uh, a colonel governor, or a colonial governor, I apologize, in Africa uh, during the early 20th century when significant parts of the continent were under French colonial rule per CNN. So back when uh, there was order in the dark continent. A second-hand antiques, a dealer scooped up the piece for a mere $165. 
along with some other small items like lances, a circumcision knife, ew, a, a bellows, a musical instrument. Uh, the couple believed at the time the price was fair according to the court documents. $165 for this fucking thing? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I wouldn't pay $165 for it. But then again, I'm not an antiques dealer, so I wouldn't know what this thing's worth anyways. I'm not going to I'm not gonna front. But I, just, I feel like paying $165 for that just seems like a bit much. Yet, just six months later, the couple learned the mass true value after reading a newspaper article. When it went up for auction in Montpellier, France, auctioneers described the mask as an extremely rare 19th century mask, property of a secret society of the Fang people in Gabon. In West Africa, per the Daily Mail, uh, Gabon was a French colony at the time Fournier acquired the mask. It was scooped up by an unidentified buyer for a staggering $4.6 million. So a boomer couple sues because they didn't get like a million bucks out of the, this ordeal. <laughs> they parted ways for $165. <laughs> the French couple swiftly filed an injunction to cancel the original sale of the piece, which was just one ten. Uh, one ten such uh, objects still in existence once used by an ethnic Bantu group. The daily, uh, the couple argued that there had been an authentication error. That's a that's a great legal maneuver. I'll give them, I'll give them that. They get created the creative points for that at the time of the sale and insisted that the dealer cheated them for being aware of the mask's real value at the time of the purchase, according to the Daily Mail. Uh, yeah, dude, that's not how uh, private sales work, dude. The judge rejected the couple's request, saying that their inexcusable negligence and frivolity is what caused their troubles, as they failed any attempt to get the mask valued before selling it, and thus were not owed any money. Fuck yeah. Dude, but get this. The the auctioneer, very benevolent, very fair. Auctioneer John Christophe, uh, Christophe Giuseppe of the Montpellier Auction House Posted the sale of the mask, which started at about $330,000. The court ruled that the couple was not taken advantage of in the transaction, either as the dealer himself was no expert on African art base. The dealer, this is how generous the dealer was. The dealer even offered the couple some $330,000, the auction starting price, but their children turned down the offer, opting instead to take the matter to court. Dude, I would have taken the money. Dude, just accept that you... Just take the fucking L, dude. You sold this stupid mask that you thought was junk. Which I'm going to be honest, it looks like junk to me. You get mad because someone made millions off of it and they offer you over 300 grand. Dude, just take the fucking money. The judge, uh, unbelievably base. Unbelievably base. But, uh, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. All right, let me read some of these comments. It's uh, it's pagan trash. Buy it and then uh, get poltergeisted. That's their fault. Seller beware. $165 up, 10k down in legal fees. I know, right? Uh, eyes purple, crying. $330,000 settlement. I hope they get nothing now. Uh, why offer them? They offer them the $300 as a gesture of goodwill. You know, because look. I get why they're salty. I 100% get why they're salty. Uh, kind of a personal story, but not really. It's more fun and cutesy. Uh, puppeteer Adam Krutinger, uh, someone I've communicated with before, good man, honorable man, he makes puppets. He's a YouTuber. He's struggling with the cancer shit, you know, praying for him every day. Um, he sold his puppet called Arlo. A little blue puppet, kind of like a little baby uh, cookie monster, I guess. So 
not really fair to call it that, but it's just to get an idea of what this thing looks like. He sold it to a guy who was a YouTuber. And his name is Arlo. He, I think it goes by like Arlo Gaming or something. That channel is so unbelievably, unbelievably popular. And uh, Adam Kroeninger made jokes. It's like, oh, you know, had I known what Arlo's fate would be, I probably would have charged more for it. But yeah, he's just being cheeky. You know, uh, Adam's a good man. But uh, yeah, you, just, you never know, man. You know, some of the stuff in your house, you know, as soon as it, you know, you part ways with it, it'll just take on a life of its own. All right, I think we got a little bit more financial news. All right, here we go. I got to refresh this. My girlfriend went on an anti-Semitic rant and explained how much she hates Jews. I'm Jewish. Should I tell her and see how she responds or just move on? My girlfriend and I, both 21, have been together for three months and I had no idea that she held those beliefs. She's always been a calm, make love not war kind of person and very kind to everyone. This is completely out of character and I'm still not sure if she was trolling or not. Yesterday evening we were sitting in the car and she was talking to some guy from her internship. She sounded heated and they were clearly arguing over something. When she hung up she said that he was an a-hole, a jerk, a kleptomaniac, etc. Then she started calling him a dirty SS Jew. I was shocked to say the least and didn't even know what to say, it came out of nowhere. She said that all Jews are extremely arrogant and that they disgust her. She went on to say that all Jews deserve the pain in the past and that our stupid food was useless and weird. For the record, we never discussed our religious backgrounds. Neither of us are religious, she's Middle Eastern, so that's just not something we ever brought up. She continued saying that you can't trust Jews, that they're all rats and that she'd rather die than associate with someone so corrupt. I asked her if that's how she really feels and she said yes of course. I wonder how she felt about the 1930s. What if I'm dating the next Hitler? Nothing could have prepared me for this. I still haven't told her that I'm Jewish, I'm not even sure how she will react when I do tell her. Should I even bother? It sucks because she's an amazing girl and I'm ridiculously attracted to her but had no clue she was like this. Any advice? My girlfriend went on an- Oh uh, yeah dude you're fucked. Um, it's like oh dude should I tell her this like, you know, about this immutable characteristic about myself? Dude, like, what happens if you, like, try to get married and, and then, like, your, your grandfather's like, Oy vey, Zachary, tell me about your girlfriend. And then the girlfriend's like, what the fuck is this? Um, yeah, man, you just gotta, you just gotta tell her. Hold on one second, guys. I gotta, I gotta check something really quick. Outputs, routing, uh, this. Um, well, as long as you guys can hear it, that's fine with me. Oh, yeah, I see what I'm doing here. Okay, um, I'm messing with the ra I'm messing with the mixer. I apologize, you guys. <sighs> okay. We're in the 304 uh, section of uh, the show, you guys. A lot of 304s. I have a fuck list. <laughs> uh, or I have a, a, a fuck it list instead of a bucket list. Now I'm in control. Okay, so uh, I, I bet there's like dogs on that list. If it's Hunter's ex-wife, a camel, uh, she's uh, she's a fuck it list. If you're on the list, she's gonna fuck it. Uh, dude, this is a clip. Let's just watch. It list. Who do you want to be in this next chapter of your life? What do you want to accomplish? But also, what shit are you not going to tolerate anymore? What standards are you setting for relationships? What do you need to let go of? What is no longer serving you? That could be relationships with certain people or worrying too much about what other people think. What habits are keeping you from being the woman that you want to be? When you have a clear idea of who you want to be, it's easier to start saying no to everything that isn't that. Follow for more tips. Wow, uh, follow for more tips. I learned nothing. Okay, so where's the fuck it part? Let me see. 
a New York relationship expert has swapped out the traditional bucket list for a fucking list, which she says has improved her life by leaps and bounds. Those are all the things you have to say. Fuck it. I am done. Oh, never mind. This has nothing to do with sex, it seems. All right. Well, let me see what her fuck it list is. You got to have a fuck it list, uh, meaning for uh, for you to reach those goals and be the person you want to be. You need to think about what you no longer need to tolerate. Well, if it was the other girl, she's like, uh, the Jews are on that list. I'm kidding, guys. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, as a, by the way, I, I disavow the girl from the previous story who was very hateful and anti-Semitic. Uh, let's see, Missouri is also on bar. As I was turning myself and just blah, 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 I realized that those don't, oh, God. Okay, so there's not a list. There's not a fuck it list here. All right, guys, I apologize for the false advertisement. I thought we were going to get, like, some, like, streetwalker shit, but, all right, anyways, we must move on. All right, let me refresh this debate with my girlfriend regarding SA. Now she is saying I SA at her. My girlfriend was reading an article. Alright, hold on, let me, let me start that over. Oh, by the way, SA equals sexual assault. I got into a debate with my girlfriend regarding SA. Now she is saying I SA at her. My girlfriend was reading an article that said any man that is intimate with a woman who has been drinking should be charged with SA. She wanted to know what I thought of that. I said, I don't think it's that simple. You can't just automatically say that any man who is intimate with a woman who has been drinking is an offender. That's absolutely ridiculous. There are too many variables to consider to make such a broad statement. As soon as the words came out of my mouth, her whole demeanor changed and her response was dripping in condescension. Really, what other information would you need? It seems pretty clear to me. I told her that if she considered that to be clear, I'm a little worried about her sense of free thinking. For instance, the most obvious question, what if they're both drunk? How much does she need to have drunk before he becomes a predator? What about if the situation was reversed and it was the man that had been drinking? Would that make her the predator? What if she was the one to initiate the intimacy? These are all relevant questions to be answered. This is information I would expect to know before just saying a man is a predator if he sleeps with a drunk woman. At that point my girlfriend became visibly angry. Her response was, if the woman has been drinking and she has even a buzz, the man is a predator. If they're both drinking, the man is still a predator. If she initiated intimacy, the man is still a predator. So I asked her, then in the reverse situation, would the woman also be a predator? She laughed with a condescension that made my blood boil and she said, don't be stupid. The only way a woman could SA a man is if she had a gun or something and forced him to let her shove something up his rear or something. If he gets excited, it's not SA. <laughs> I was and still am floored by her hypocrisy and ignorance. Needless to say this argument escalated to the point that we were actually yelling at each other. Finally, I had to just walk away. I went for a walk and when I got back she was sitting on the couch. Without even looking at me, she said if I don't change my way of thinking immediately, she's moving out. To which I responded, I would offer to help you pack, but you don't need a man's help with that, and I went to bed. I cared about my girlfriend but was seriously put off by what a hypocrite she is and even more so by the way she spoke to me. I didn't want this to end our relationship, but I also didn't want to be with someone that thinks they have the right to tell me I have to change the way I think. Especially since I do not believe my opinion on the subject was wrong. In fact, I think she was wrong, but I certainly wouldn't demand that you think differently. We yeah. The, the good answer, yeah, I'll help you pack, you don't need a man. Good answer. We didn't speak to each other after that for about two days. We'd just walk around the house, ignoring each other. Then one morning she said to me, you know you're a predator because we were intimate the night of my best friend's wedding. On the night she was referring to, we were both hammered at this wedding. Afterwards, we went back to our hotel room and she initiated some of the most wild intimacy we ever had. That last statement was the last straw for me. I told her that I wouldn't ask her to alter her beliefs in the same manner she insisted I should. Alright, yeah, dude, word of advice. Woman is accusing you of a serious crime. Don't go on the internet and fucking admit it. Technically speaking, if a woman is drunk and you initiate bedroom fun with her, Technically, she can't consent. Just admitted it, dude. But this is a Redditor. He's a soy boy. So it's like whatever rules don't apply to them. All right, let's continue. Good. However, if she really felt I essay at her, then we are done and she needs to move out. I was heartbroken because I love this woman. 
but I also loved myself enough that I wouldn't allow anybody to tell me my thoughts are wrong and I certainly couldn't live with someone who believes I SA'd them. She left after that. A couple days later, she sent me an email that said, I would never call the police on you because I know you never intended to SA me and I completely forgive you. I'd even be willing to forget everything that has happened. All I ask is that you simply acknowledge that you SA'd me and that men who are intimate with drunk women are predators. Man, so what she's doing right there? Because there's plausible deniability, right? Between these two individuals, there's plausible deniability. So technically speaking, kind of sort of in the clear, but what she's trying to do is trap him. I want, to, I want you to admit to committing this crime. I want you to admit it via text. So there's proof. She's going to hold on to that. She might as well put his balls and dick in a jar and just be like, I got this. That's all I'm asking. I did not respond. At this point, Good. she was reaching and any further discussion with her would only anger me. Then today I received another email from her. After talking to my mom and my sister, they both told me I should be ashamed of myself for even thinking that you had SA'd me. And I've given it some thought, and I no longer think that. I'm Hang on to those messages, dude. Hang on to those messages. Sorry for saying that. I know you would never do that to me. I gave some thought to it and this time I did respond. I said, thank you for the apology and your apology is accepted. Unfortunately, I still can't continue in the relationship. I'm relieved that you no longer feel that way, but it was because your mom and sister told you it was wrong. That doesn't take away from the fact you did believe it. If they had not said what they said or even if they agreed with you, you would still feel that way and that is something I cannot rectify in my heart. I feel as though you are a stranger to me and not a stranger I have any desire to get to know. Sometimes what you say cannot be fixed with I'm sorry. This is one of those times. I wish nothing but the best for you and I hope you find someone that will make you happy. I can't be that person. She has not responded. I realized it would be a mistake to forgive and forget. If she was capable of coming to such an ugly conclusion about me, who knows what else she could be capable of thinking where I- Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the guy was kind of a little bitch at the end, but he's on the right track. Oh, uh, let me see. Read some of these messages really quick. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait, they didn't have her barcodes, just numbers. Uh, women say they hate puns, but they're always coming up with the cringiest shit. Yeah. Uh, when the marriage happens and she says, wow, your old relatives have really interesting tattoos on their arms. Are those the social security? <laughs> Disavow. Uh, women don't have valid opinions. Friedrich Marx writes, uh, I'll show you real salt. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd be pretty upset if anybody came at me with shit like that. Uh, ignoring them is the right thing, legally speaking. I think the guy had the had that sense, but again, you don't want to go on fucking Reddit and post it. All right, let's move on. Let's see, do we have any other streetwalker shit? Oh no, what happened here? Um, here we go. Real debate right here. I am non-binary. I am a non-binary woman. So she's basically useless and retarded. I have a vagina owner. And you have a vagina owner? So what, are you talking to yourself in the third person, you fucking idiot? And my husband tells me consistently that he is a cis man that likes vagina. And that's how he identifies, as a straight cis man. I find it offensive that my husband sees himself as straight when why'd you marry him you dumb bitch like dude I, I just i just don't get this whole like i'm gonna get on tiktok and complain about things it's like i can't believe the man that i married that i've known for x amount of years considers himself considers himself a straight white male who likes pussy dude look what do you what did you expect when he's married to some first of all she looks obnoxious and also uh my boy would make a comment about this nose ring. What's going on with this nose ring? One who is non-binary. I'm not a woman. 
So you're not straight. You're actually queer. Dude, if the woman that I was married to was unironically calling me a queer and looked this ridiculous, I don't know, Chad. What do you What do you think I should do? Let, let me Let me get some uh, gorilla emojis in the chat. If you think I should chimp out on my future uh, spouse, she calls me uh, queer, and he won't acknowledge that. He won't give me the acceptance of. Yes, I understand we are a queer marriage and I am in inherently queer because I am attracted to all vagina owners. Vagina owners, huh? Vagina owner. I've never really heard that ever in my life. Um, it, it's like saying, like, I'm a finger owner because I have 10 fingers. Like, that's just that's so stupid. Dude, liberals are retarded. Uh, like, dude, Biden Americans, like, really are, like, a plague on society. Not just girls. He likes non-binary spectrum women, non-binary people, no gender, that have a vagina. He just likes vagina. He just does not like penis. So what he's saying is kind of an insult to the LGBT community, honestly. It is to me that he's not willing to accept our marriage is queer because I'm non-binary and I'm pansexual. He yeah, dude, she looks at He would inherently be pansexual. Am I wrong? Because he likes anyone, not based on genitalia, but he likes them for who they are in the heart. And he likes vagina owners. So what is he? And You know, um, let me read some of these. <laughs> Smash her and tell her, um, I bet you like the, the this, <laughs> this queer song. God damn, dude. Uh, these are, uh, there are two genders. Yes, there are. Uh, for no reason. Women are baby-making machines. Jesus. That, that's very problematic thinking. You know, so I saw this, I've seen this video twice now. And, um, you know, I can't be too mad at her, you know, because she's just a retarded Biden voter. And she's doing what she's supposed to be doing, which is being retarded. Uh, but what self-respecting man is going to commit to something like this? Someone like her. Uh, this is the man's fault. I'm blaming the man for this. Uh, I blame men in general for the, the existence of this person, uh, for allowing them to be this openly, to be this comfortable espousing these opinions. Um, if a woman ever called me a queer, someone that I'm sleeping with, um, yeah, it's a problem. Yeah, it's a big fucking problem. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. All right, what else do we got here? Because the way that I see good, because the way that I see black women pedestalize white men make me nauseous. And then it's like, well, white men treat us better. You treat white men better. Mm. Imagine if you treated your own man the way you fawn over them. Mm. White man be so mediocre. Imitating the black man at that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, dude. <laughs> they they wish they was us. She the most basic stuff yeah oh he bought her two roses <laughs> and they're like that's so cute i want that one day and i'm like well now what if we affirm our own man like mm. that what if when our own man did something for us you know we yeah. gave him that same level of you know gratitude yeah. imagine how much father will get for sure but a white man breathing you're like oh, look how he took a breath <laughs> yeah. and it make me dude my theory is like this girl 
she she saw like a, a typical blonde blonde haired blue eyed Chad, and like he went for like her more attractive like sorority sister or something, and she's just kind of like left behind. Uh, there's a lot of animosity in her voice. There's a lot of angst in this voice here. Uh, you know, it's kind of like that soy jack that that wojack where it's like, yeah, man. Everything's totally cool, and they're wearing a mask with a smiling face, but, like, behind the masks, they're just, like, sobbing uncontrollably. Like, this is what's happening. She's sobbing uncontrollably on the inside. The racism is just a mask. Uh, she she um, she desperately craves uh, blonde-haired, blue-eyed Chad's cock, for sure. Make me sick. Yeah, mm. make me cringe. It's yeah. like, ill. Yeah. Now you over here just worshiping this man. Mm. Like, he already wants you to. That's a colonizer. Dude, uh... <laughs> I don't know about you, but I don't think those are the words that I would use to describe the love and affinity a woman has for her man. But, you know, every now and then you'll get a sister wanting to date a, you know, a white Chad and, you know, she'll treat the man the way that, you know, most men want to be treated. And she'll call it, oh, you know, he colonized the pussy, you know, oh, he, 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 you know, he a slave master, whatever. You say whatever the fuck you want. Oh, the, the black girl, you know, she debasing herself because she worshiping the, the white Chad. No, uh, it's probably just love. And again, leftists are incapable of love. They're incapable of romance. They're they're all ideology. They're all resentment. They're anger. They're all anger. They're just pure jealous. Just bitter people. Wow. Now he colonizing your womb. Mm. Right, yeah. <laughs> Dandy, she's all like, oh, dude, my, my, my sisters, you know, they're getting dicked down by Chad and they're getting their pussies, you know, colonized or whatever. <laughs> Just thinking about it, dude. The fuck? A defeated, colonized body over here like this. Just, your eyes just big and bright, you know, because of his skin tone. So Travis humbled them and showed them, yeah, they'll sleep with you and all. Dude, she, she envies you know, she, she's hyper-focused on the skin color. I think she, this is a skin envy. But you see how when it's time for him to be in a real relationship and settle down, because yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he marry her. He I wouldn't will. be surprised. I think he will. And she just moved in, too. That's what they said. She oh, yeah, the dude. So, so it begins. About to be a billionaire as well. Yeah. Treat man. your own man as good as you treat them white men. Stop. Mm. Dude, well, <laughs> no man belongs to any woman, you know? Like, it... <laughs> I don't even. I, I, you guys get it. Fawning over them like that is actually disgusting. Yeah, man. Dude, I should have her on the Watch Frogs. I think that'd be a fun. Uh, that'd be a fun fucking show. <laughs> oh, I get banned so quickly. Everything Gio just said got verified. Yeah, dude, I'm, dude, I'm doing this in real time. I saw like the first like 15 seconds. I'm like, oh, dude, I gotta go over this on the show. It's gonna be so fucking funny. I live in Vegas, so and, and I've, I've dated a bunch of chicks. I know a lot of girls, and um, I just, I get, like, it's so obvious when people are fucking hurt by something or someone because they talk just endless shit about it. Like, I'm hurt that I got blacklisted in Hollywood, so I say a lot of really bad things about Hollywood that are true, but the difference is that what I'm saying about Hollywood is true. However, it would have been nice to have one of my screenplays picked up and, uh, and again, I, I don't even want that much money. I just want a job in the industry. I just want to write with some of the greatest. But I'm hurt, guys. And when I see this young uh, sister over here crying about, you know, other other sisters, other little hoochies getting with white chads, 
it, it sounds like it's coming from a place of pain and resentment. I'll give you a non-sexual example. Oh, man. Uh, so I'm going to use a fake name. My, my buddy, Timothy, is very jealous of another friend, Mikey. Mikey offended his sensibility, his ego. He hurt his ego like five, six years ago over an incident that happened when everybody was drinking. He disrespected Timmy. Now, Timmy is right to have been annoyed and bothered and upset. But that was like six, seven years ago. And um, Mikey doesn't even remember this happened. And whenever with Timmy and he gets an opportunity to talk shit, he does. And I'm like, dude, Mikey's doing psychic damage to you right now. You got to let it go. Like you can try to like pretend that you're not hurt or bothered by what happened in the past. But there's a little bit of anger lingering inside your heart. And I can tell by the way that you talk about it. Because the way that Timmy talks about Mikey is the exact same way that this sister is talking about the, these white men who are uh, wifing up, uh, you know, sisters. Uh, funny you say getting uh, getting canceled. I keep telling my friend that uh, we should do a podcast and our goal should uh, should be to get canceled. Therefore, we can say everything is comedy while spreading truth. I mean, the goal should not be to get canceled. The, the goal should be more to, like, have fun and, you know, and obviously speak the truth because you don't want to do a podcast just telling blatant lies and shit. Um, just be smart about it. Just be smart about it and you won't get canceled. And, and, if, and if there's a point where, like, people are coming after you, uh, people have come after me, um, you know, in, in, the, in the content that you make, you got to have built-in plausible deniability and... Um, and also just, like, not give a shit. Like, a lot of people threatened me, try to come after me. They went after my Discord community, and, you know, I fought it. And for the most part, I won. And that's honestly the best that you can do. Uh, some of the people that get canceled, I mean, they get canceled because of their own their own doing. They choose to be canceled. All right, we got some, uh, some more 304 stuff. A lot of 304 shit. Jesus Christ. Uh, go away. Dr. Jordan Peterson writes on Twitter, formerly known as X, or X, no, formerly known as Twitter. One of the things I've told men over and over is if you're being rejected by all women that you approach, it's not the women. It's you, bucko. Wash your penis. And then Jean-Francois Jarepi, or uh, JF, who did not kill Mama Jeff, uh, this guilting of men for who they are, uh, for who they are by Jordan is why his counsels um, are deeply pro-female and unfit for males. Is it counsels? Uh, consuls? I think consuls are deeply pro-female and unfit for males. In reality, for many males, they will have to accept a rejection rate of 99% if they want to get a shot at uh, reproduction. To tell these men that there is something wrong about them Rather than explain that we live in an era of hoflation, is to is to side with a modern matriarchal uh, matriarchal feminist delusion. Now, <clears throat> there's partial truth to both of these statements. So, how do I say this without really getting fucking canceled? There's this meme about a certain group of people that have been kicked out of like over a hundred countries. Let's say like 128 countries. And if you were to ask an AI bot, hey, if a group of people get kicked out of 128 countries, is it the country's fault for kicking them out? Or is it the result of the actions of the people being kicked out? The AI bot says, 
the people that are being kicked out should be blamed because 128 countries can't be wrong. Now, I've heard the stories where young men, or just men in general, they go on Twitter, they go on Reddit, or they go whatever, wherever, and they talk about the rejection rate. And they say, I've been rejected by over 100 women. Is it not fair to say that maybe some dudes need to take responsibility for their actions? The, I, I just... If 128 countries aren't wrong, are 128 women wrong? I think that's a fair... I think that's a fair point, you know? I'm not saying the 128 country thing is true. It's just a meme. It's a joke as far as I know. I, I never looked into it, but I, I know what the joke is. Let me read some of this. Councils, like council, Yeah, that, that's what I, I was... I, I read it I read it too quickly. Jordan Benzo-Peterson is wrong at every core point. I don't know about every core point. Dang, you obliterated that argument. Uh, green tags, game over. <laughs> uh, yes, women are not uh, based like a country. Well, anyways, there, but there is, a, there is a horrific reality in dating where, you know, a certain amount of women are disproportionately dating the same man over and over again. So, like, multiple women are just dating one dude, and that one dude is just, like, getting all the bitches. Um, that is certainly the case. Fortunately, I live in a big enough city where it's, like, it's kind of happening, but they're kind of spread out a little bit, so it's not that disgusting for me. Uh, but still, the the whole point is, I, I think they're, I think Jordan Peterson can make a case without sounding like an asshole. But, again, if, like, if you're being rejected by every woman that you talk to, there are things that you can do to where that's not going to happen anymore or that you or that you can reduce the chances of it happening. And once you do get a woman, it's not enough to just like get them and then it's like, oh, well, it's like a dog and it's always going to love you. You got to maintain that relationship. You got to do things. Dating women is pretty uh, rainbow, uh, frankly. Uh <laughs> The adult's wife with the with the nose ring. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, I, look, girls like that. If you're desperate, recreational use only. That's it. Uh, I'm. I would never take a, a woman like that home. Um, I I'd go to her house. I don't, I wouldn't want her to know where I live. Uh, and and she certainly would not meet my parents, or my mom, or my friends. She'll be a secret. As a matter of fact, I'll tell people, yeah, I'm not getting laid. Even though, like, I'm seeing, like, these crazy communist chicks on the side. I'd just be too ashamed. But I'd be having fun nonetheless. But still, the shame is what makes it fun. <laughs> anyway, deviating from the point. The point is, the point is men that are being disproportionately rejected at a high rate, at, at, at almost a 100% rate, look inward. I don't want to. I don't like victim blaming men. I don't like blaming men in general because, like, I get men get a bad rep, and like the the cards are stacked against guys in general. And society is kind of like you know bullshit in regards to how it treats men. But I am a believer in personal responsibility in tilting the odds in your favor. To look me dead in the eyes and say that there's nothing that you can do to change the way that women look at you, the way that women respond to you. Uh, sorry, I just that doesn't pass the smell test. There's absolutely things that you can do. Brush your teeth. Get a better haircut. Iron your clothes. Shower. At least once a day. 
maybe try a new hair product. Be less boring. Get into fun shit. Be be interesting. Um, I don't know. Be courageous. Be wild in the way that you approach women. Instead of being like a fucking dork about it, you know, maybe be, maybe try being a little erratic. You'll fucking have fun if if you're never gonna see this woman again. If she doesn't acknowledge your existence, like just fuck with her. You know, just like whatever. Like that's what I did, and I didn't do it out of necessity. I did it because I was fucking bored. I'd be like, yo, take me to Applebee's, dude. Chicks don't like Applebee's, dude. They want to go somewhere nice. But I'm like, fuck that. We'll get free tickets to go see Top Gun, too. With Tom Cruise as an elderly man. And I get free tickets. And I get free food. And I get free sex. It's a win-win. Just have fun with it. If you got nothing to lose, like, what what are you? What the fuck are you doing? All right, let's see. Um, I see uh, these emojis. I don't know what it's trying to say. I'm not going to decipher that shit. All right, anyways, we got to move on. We're almost done here. Yeah, John Francis Jarepi, JF, uh, did not kill Mama JF. Mariah Carey and Brian Tanaka split after seven years. He wants to have a family. Uh, so Mariah Carey is uh, 54 years old. Holy shit. Uh, I was like a little kid when she came up. I was like a, a, like a tiny baby when she was like really making it in the 90s. And she was a total dame. I mean, she's still kind of pretty, but she's 54 years old. And she's dating uh, what looks like a little Chad, Brian Tanaka. Uh, looks like a half Asian dude. And uh, dude, all of the money that Mariah Carey has, she's a super rich woman. Very, very rich. It's Like men aren't motivated by money. It's what like what women fundamentally don't understand about guys. But, like Like serious men... They want families. They don't want to be a genetic dead end. And yeah, Mariah Carey's pretty. Yeah, she's talented. Yeah, she's a boss babe. She's a boss queen, you know, fucking drowning in in fat stacks of $100 bills. Brian's like, nah, dude, it's not what I want. I'm not motivated by the money. I got options. I want to date someone younger. I want to date someone who is not for the streets. Like, Mariah Carey's for the streets, you guys. Like, I've heard some shit. You know, she gets around, if you know what I mean. And Brian's like, nah, dude, how, how am I going to have a family with this 54-year-old woman? Uh, I don't blame him. And, uh, yeah, so this is, uh, yeah, so she she's juicy thick. 54 years old? Uh, eh, hashtag maybe I would, question mark? I don't know. But, yeah, like, uh, yeah, the fantasy singer and backup dancer were together for seven years. Oh, yeah, so she got him when he was a lot younger. How old is he? They got a 14-year uh, age gap. Yeah, so he still has time. He still has time. He looks young. If you were to say this guy's like 35, 36 years old, he'd be like, yeah, he looks like it. I was, uh, I had a friend who was trying to set me up with uh, his wife. She's like a doctor or something at one of the hospitals, and she has like these cute nursing friends. And... My friend's like, yeah, dude, my wife wants to, uh, to set you up with one of her, one of her like, doc, n- not doctors, nurse friends. I'm like, dude, I don't really want to date, like, a nurse, you know? It's like, they'll never be around, the, and, and nurses are, like, notorious for cheating. And uh, they're like, oh, but, dude, she's got a lot of money, you know? She's, like, our age or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I, don't, I want someone younger. I want someone more fun. You know, like, I don't, I don't want somebody who's, like, like, a fucking nurse. And, uh... I told him how I really feel. You know, I'm talking to him the way I'm talking to you guys. You know, oh, you know, for the streets. You know, the cheating stats, and you know, I got my own personal biases and shit. So it's between me and him. He fucking tells this bitch. He fucking tells her, 
how I really feel, like what my actual opinions about the dating and my preferences are, which they, they weren't for her. They weren't for her at all. The girl reaches out to me on Facebook. She's talking shit. And there was this cute girl that I met, super cute, at McDonald's. I'm actually down with her. And I think about her a lot. And she's very appealing to me. No ego. Down to earth. Not snooty at all. Has a similar background to me. And it gets like, money doesn't impress me. And the girl was like, you have fun with your broke-ass bitch. Your broke-ass McDonald's cashier bitch. I will. I don't care how much money is in her bank account. I don't care if she makes $7.50 an hour. I don't care if she's as smart as me or if she has a fucking bachelor's or master's degree in nursing or whatever. It doesn't impress me. Does she have a good heart? Does she have a lot of baggage? Is she cute? Those are the things that matter to me, not money. Brian Tanaka could have had millionaire, bajillionaire, Mariah Carey. International superstar. But that's not what's important to him. Family is. Keep that in mind, you guys. Yeah, never never, never make excuses. Never apologize for uh, having personal preferences. People will try, women will try to shame you, by the way. I'm a professional mistress. These are the insane gifts my rich married lovers give me for Christmas. Yeah, I don't know who's worse. The lovers or the the mistress herself? Uh, let's see. As a professional mistress says her married lovers shower her with expensive Christmas presents, having received designer lingerie, expensive furs, a car, and a $6,300 trip to Costa Rica. Uh, are the guys going? Uh, I guess this is her, Gwyneth Lee. Um, I don't know if she's worth a car. I don't even think she's worth a trip anywhere. Um, I'll buy her the lingerie if she gets to like wear it in front of me, I guess. Uh, let's see. Gwyneth Lee, who has been a mistress for decades. <laughs> uh, I know it's her fault. And, like, we had to blame her and hold the women accountable. But it's like, dude, like, if you're getting, like, fat sacks of cash for, like, literally doing nothing, it's like, can we really blame her? I get to do whatever I want whenever I want with no questions or limitations. And mostly, and mostly importantly, all for free. Lee, 54. Oh, she's 54 years old? Brazenly declared in an interview with Jam Press, a California-based bombshell is currently seeing five married men, including one who is currently in the process of getting a divorce. Lee says she serves as an emotional vacation uh, for her male paramours, who are more than happy to spend big on gifts to make her happy. Dude, if I was like a fucking millionaire or like a baller or whatever... I would have the most dope-ass man cave. I would have the most dope-ass garage with all the coolest tools and cars and shit. And I'd be working on projects, and I'd be having a blast. I wouldn't feel the need to be like, oh, man, I really need an emotional vacation. Like, what are you, a fucking tampon? Get yourself a fucking Heineken. Get yourself a Stella. Be a fucking man. Fuck your emotional vacation. Like, what is this shit? Yeah, I think the girl's off the hook. I mean, I know she's for the streets, but, like, these men are fucking dorks, dude. I had two different lovers pay for this trip to Costa Rica, Lee declared. One got the the flight so I could fly down in business class, and the second man paid for the whole retreat itself. So it was a combination. This is disgusting me. 
The mistress celebrates her birthday in November and says it's gifts galore from the time until December 25th. I mostly get candles and perfumes, anything beautiful like that, as well as expensive lingerie and Walford stockings. She, uh, co-ed, <laughs> one of them paid thousands recently for part of my trip across Africa, and someone has gifted me a car before. Oh, dude. Oh, no, this is a more accurate picture. Oh, fuck, dude. She looks like Gretchen Whitmore. What the fuck? Dude, imagine, like, here's a car. My lovely mistress. Maybe if you didn't have to look at the, the Gretchen Whitmer face, maybe this wouldn't be so bad. Here, like this. But, uh... Oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck is having sex with her like? It's like, oh, dude, it's like, dude, you just let a little, uh... You just let a fucking cat loose. A little mountain lion just running around the room. Just going fucking wild. That's what it's like, I guess. Lee once received a fur coat for Christmas, but she usually creates a wish list that features clothing and jewelry from her, uh, from which her paramours can pick. I'm in, I'm in a lovely new home and really into art, so that's also on my list too, she declared. Lee says the secret to her success is never getting too close to a man. She, she says she doesn't want to take the place of a wife, saying a mistress serves a different role. Oh yeah, dude, she's serving men, all right. I'm having to practice detachment, she explained. I don't want to become a complication for them. And I do love the emotional connection, but sometimes I have to take a step back. Being a mistress is about having fun, but also creating a safe haven for both you to enjoy a little escapism. The beauty added. It's simple. Wife equal mother of children. Mistress equal confidant. She gets paid to perform what, uh, what the guys want. She looks good enough for the tasks to be enjoyed. And the guys don't have to be GQ candidates. She's basically letting IRS, uh, she's basically letting, I think she, this guy meant to, she's basically begging uh, the IRS to audit her. I think this is what he meant to say. Uh, Jesus Christ, dude. D disgusting. <clears throat> Let me read some of these comments really quick. Geo, hygiene isn't as big of a deal breaker as you think. These women are sewer levels. I don't know, bro. I'm going to have to disagree with that. Uh, don't you want to be uh, a dink, Geo? Fuck no, I don't want to be no bitch-ass dink. How dare you, MTMG? Uh, I wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay her. She's not ugly, but uh, she's over forty for sure. Uh, look, recreational use, probably okay. Anything else? <laughs> we'll both be practicing the detachment bullshit. Uh, is this the 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 trades for three hundred fours? I dude, I guess like men, they're like plumbers, electricians, oil workers, and shit. Like women, their trades is like. Only fans and like professional mistresses, like that's basically it. Uh, imagine paying full price for an old makeup monster instead of getting a Filipina at a huge discount. That's a man. Uh, you see, right? <laughs> Be nice. Be nice, fellas. It's the holiday season. However, um, dude, this is not a flattering photo. Because this one looks okay, I guess. She looks normal here. Looks normal there. Well, there's a video. Let's see if we can uh, get her uh, body in motion, I guess. <laughs> Sounds fucked up. Oh, fuck. I'm even allowed to show this on YouTube. There's some sexy lingerie, you guys. I apologize. Um... Viewer discretion is, is advised. Right, we already saw these pictures. Um, 
Yeah, not worth a car. I'll take her to Denny's. Maybe Red Lobster. But, uh, yeah, you're not getting no fucking $6,000 trips to uh, Costa Rica. I got to go to Home Depot and buy more paint, buy more equipment because I'm remodeling my whole fucking house. That that six grand, it's going to my, it's going to me, not you. Um, but my sweet, passionate love making and romance should be more than enough. It's like Caitlyn Jenner. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on here. All right, we gotta go move on to the next door. We're running out of stories here. Uh, influencer dumps fiance after he allegedly cheated on Bucks Night. I don't know what Bucks Night is, but we're about to find out. Uh, a British fit, uh, a British fitness influencer has publicly called off her wedding after her fiance's alleged cheating was exposed on a popular podcast. Lily Sabri, who currently lives in Dubai, met her partner Alex uh, Triwit at a fitness expo in 2017. During the pandemic, the pair created the popular fitness brand Lean with Lily, an app filled with workouts and nutrition advice, as well as a line of supporting supplements, and it quickly took off. In the five years since the relationship started, the pair uh, have got engaged, bought their first home together, and relocated from England to the United Arab Emirates, Dubai, essentially. But Miss Abri, a qualified uh, psychotherapist, has just announced the couple has broken up, telling her almost one million Instagram followers it was a result of encounters with another woman. Um, dude, why would you cheat on your wife when she's like this hot? Um, it's really stupid. Influencers are retarded. Um. Yeah, as soon as they gain any sort of fame and notoriety, they're just like, oh, dude, puniti. And, you know, it, just, it comes easy and naturally for them. Yeah, dude, this chick's way out of this guy's league. Um, but, uh, you know, he's rich, so he's got options. Uh, by the way, living in Dubai, red flag. Doesn't matter if it's a guy or a girl, red flag instantly. Country singer uh, Gabby Barrett sparks outrage for saying she turns down intimate duets with men to not jeopardize marriage. Yeah, that's a heckin' wholesome and uh, pretty, that's a good thing. It turns out love actually does cost a thing. Gabby Barrett and her husband, uh, Kay Foner, turned down projects that deem that they deem too intimate out of respect for their marriage. Uh, I won't get into specific songs. But there's been a large song. Op- there's been large song opportunities that have come in for me to do all, to do an add-on or be part of a and something between myself and my husband, and I respect him a ton and listen to what he uh, has to say, and I think he deserves that. Barrett twenty three explained during an appearance on the Unexpected with Hannah Love podcast, and there's been songs that are just uh, not appropriate to sing uh, wording wise. Barrett continued like these love songs that are really intimate. The American Idol alum who managed to snag trophies at both the American Music Awards and the Country Music, uh, I think that CMT, the Country Music Blah 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 Awards, um, in 2021, stated that there is uh, more to do than blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is a wonderful thing. Uh, I actually am um, familiar with some actors in the industry who will not do sex scenes out of respect for their significant other. And I think this is a wonderful thing. Uh, so, of course, she's getting pushed back because she's a Christian. Because she's respecting her man. Uh, she's respecting the marriage. So when a woman puts the man first, uh, the husband first, puts the marriage first, puts God first, uh, she gets shit for it. But if she were to spread loose that pussy, and, and it's like, oh yeah, we're Polly now. We're, we're um, uh, polyamorous, what's the other one? Um, pansexual or whatever. They'd be like, oh, you go queen, slave. Uh, but if she respects the man, she respects the institution of God, then all of a sudden people shit on her. Um, so, yeah, uh, she's 23. Uh, you know, Good for her. 
good for her. She found success and she's being loyal. And likewise, uh, it appears that the husband is doing the same thing. And that, that's how it should be. Uh, this, is, this is a wholesome 304 slash dating story. I just wanted to include it. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, yeah. Selfish women. I'm staying in a five-star Dubai hotel this Christmas and leaving the kids at home. My family are horrified, but I deserve it. Uh, what did I tell you about the Dubai, guys? Like, um, Western people living in these uh, living in the United Arab Emirates are uh, not to be trusted. Uh, so this woman, for the audio-only listeners, she's uh, very, very white. Uh, blonde hair and long. Um, she's very thin. She looks very snooty, uh, following the stereotype that women with large hats are douchebags. Um, the writer, 35, from Plymouth, Devon, said she was so worn out by the planning which goes into it, from Elf on the Shelf to Christmas Eve boxes. Oh, dude, your life is so fucking hard. By December 25th, she just wanted to get away from it. Yeah, let's get away from a wholesome uh, Elf on the Shelf sh- jokes and uh, you know Christmas shenanigans. Uh, there's a photo of her, a selfie with a kid in the back, the baby booster chair, whatever. So this year, to the chagrin of her family, she's decided to skip it entirely. Come Christmas Day, the rider won't be waking up to her children's smiling faces, but rather the stunning view from her five-star hotel in Dubai. Who listens to this and is envious of her? It's like, oh, man, I could be with my family and my babies. No, I'm going to wake wake up in a five-star hotel by myself instead. Yeah, that sounds like a blast. It cost her uh, 1.8K euros uh, for the solo trip, but Rebecca simply doesn't care. I spend most of my autumn dreading Christmas. It's supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year, but it's not very joyous when you're the woman that has to organize it all. As soon as the leaves fall from the trees, I start planning the perfect festive season for the entire family. There are more than 20 of us, including kids, parents, grandparents, aunts, and uncles. Notice how the husband is not around. Notice that the fiancé is not around. Notice how a boyfriend is not present in this story. Interesting. The preparation is endless from buying the right gifts and catering for fussy relatives to stocking up the fridge. Oh, Getting to spend time with your family and being able to afford food and hearing children's laughter. Oh, what a horrible life. What a, what a dreadful existence. I don't know about you guys, but uh, she's better off than most people. What an ungrateful cunt. Uh, sick of all the planning. All right, here we get that. Sick of turkey and overboiled veggies. Moms are overworked. What about the dads? What about the dads who have to work 80 hours a week just so they can support their family, and then the, that, that guy gets cheated on because the, the woman at home is bored because she's got needs. I understand having needs, but, like, you know, what about, what about the men? It's long past my turn to put my feet up and take a break. I feel like I do every single school run and manage to work full time. And it's me taking care of everyone's life uh, admin, uh, life admin, whether it's booking swimming lessons, making nativity costumes, or baking cupcakes for the church fundraiser. Admitting you're disappearing for the festive season to parents at the school gate is like confessing to a crime. Yeah, because you sound like a selfish bitch. No, you are a selfish bitch. Dude, like, I, 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 don't, I don't blame men for going MGTOW. Like, I, again, I respect people with differing views. I generally respect nearly all the, 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 all of the, the opinions of, like, the MGTOW group, the Manosphere guys. Like, I get it. I really, really get it. But I try to steer away from, like, resentment and anger and shit. But I read stuff like this. It's like, dude, like, women like this do exist. 
they are this selfish and more and more of them are becoming more selfish because the this ideology this this selfish belief these selfish uh beliefs if you will uh these the selfish uh tendencies they, they kind of spread like viruses you know because you, you have these dumb bitches going on tiktok going on instagram doing uh, going doing their facebook reels and they're like oh my god i'm just so stressed out i left my fucking kids i left my family and i'm, I'm in dubai getting dicked down by muhammad and kareem abdul jabbar and blah 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 uh, it's like dude like like if i'm on a dating app and i see a woman like this and then uh, you know like we're talking I'm like, so let me get this straight. You abandon your adorable children and your parents and your family who, let's just be honest with us, uh, let's just be honest with ourselves. Like, this might be the last year we have a normal Christmas because shit's getting wild in the country. And instead of spending time with your loved ones and your family and friends, which some of us don't even have that, you elected to go to Dubai and spend time at a five-star hotel getting dicked down by Muhammad and uh, Ali Hassan Salami and shit. I would just get up and leave. I wouldn't pay the bill. No, I'd get up and leave. I'd call the restaurant like two hours later. Be like, hey, man, I had to ditch this bitch. Like, if they didn't pay, I'll pay right now. I'll give you my card over the phone. Like, I'm sorry. It won't happen again. They'll understand. Apparently, mothers must silently exhaust themselves during December. Nobody believes that. Nobody believes that. Nobody says that. Um, you know, families should be working together. But if all you do is moan about how hard life is, then nothing's going to change. You know... Uh, those kids aren't going anywhere. You're going to come back, uh, you know, probably walking with a cane from getting fucked so hard by Muhammad. Those kids are going to be there. Your parents, uh, your family, hopefully they're still there. You just got to do all that over again. This is a temporary escape. This is a bandit on a wound. Rebecca says she had to take drastic action to get the break she deserves. Oh, yeah. She deserves it, I'm sure. That's a story, you guys. Selfish women. Look at these adorable children. I would never want to be um, away from my kids. I want to spend as much time as I could with them. That means I'm not going to watch Cuckball on Sunday with the fellas. Like I said, we're going to the water park or something. I'm going to go pet you know, sheep in the desert or something. Not selfishly go to Dubai and drink and sip cocktails by some shitty pool. All right, let me see, read some of these comments. Uh, nah, she looks like the dub from the 80s fantasy movie. Disavow. Uh, she's getting uh, pushed back because she's flaunting on social media. Probably uh, never trust a woman flaunting on social... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Never trust a woman flaunting on social media. Any woman who, who like, stunts on social media like that, nah, get rid of her. Uh, good comment, Gustavo Sanchez. Uh, MTMG writes, what the FK... Is that uh is a head shape in the chick from Andromeda? Disavow. I spent Xmas uh with my child. I did the opposite of this 304. Very good, uh, Friedrich Marx. Yeah, as you should. MTMG writes, uh, now I know she looks like the the rocker bad guy from the Warrior, the Warriors movie. I haven't seen it, but it's a good 80s movie from what I heard. It's a cult classic. The one with the with the with the battles on the on his fingers. Oh, the bottles on his fingers. Uh, wait, women being silent? When? Where? I know, right? MTMG nailed it. Yeah, it's upsetting, man. It's upsetting. Um, I mean, again, I, I would have liked to have spent more time with my family, but I, I, I worked. Um, usually, like, 
we, I would have like a little ritual with my friends. Like we would go out like on Thanksgiving, like the night before Thanksgiving, we'll drink or after we're all done with Thanksgiving, like we'll go out and drink afterwards. The bars open up like at midnight or whatever in Vegas or around like 10 or something. Um, so yeah, I'll be with my family and then I'll be with friends. Like, I'm just always surrounded by people that I care about. And, that, and that's infinitely more important than like, I have to just get away. It's like, this woman doesn't know how to manage her time. If she's really exhausted, she doesn't know how to manage her time. All right, we gotta continue. Uh, from Kite and Chaz, the Green Beetle Boy, uh, to all the simps who are harassing us and defending the gynocentric institution of marriage, this fate awaits you. Enjoy losing 50% or more. Wife seeks divorce from perfect husband. In a bizarre incident, a woman has sought to divorce from her husband on the grounds that he does not fight with her. The woman has approached a court for divorce just 18 months after her marriage. The woman claimed that her husband's love was suffocating her. He does not shout at me, and neither has uh, neither has he upset me in any issue on any issue. He even cooks for me and also helps me in performing household chores. She told the court. She further said, "Whenever I make a mistake, he always forgives me for that. I wanted to argue with him. I do not need a life where the husband." Um, that was it. it. Cuts off there. But you guys get the point. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, remember what I said. If you bore the women. One of the worst things you can do. If you want to keep her, you can't bore her. So not fighting with her, you know, you gotta you gotta introduce uh, introduce a little bit of excitement, a little bit of conflict. You know, you gotta rub her face in some shit every once in a while. You can't just you know treat her like a queen, because she'll just leave you anyway. Dude, Eighteen months, dude. Eighteen months and she bounced. Disgusting. Uh, this content is not available now. Well, I guess we're gonna have to move on. All right. Uh, this check right here. Uh, liberal Biden American uh, female Biden voter female. Uh, she got dicked down by Chad. Uh, let's just hear what she has to say. Guys, I went on a date this week and I felt the feminism leaving my body. I live on the east side of LA, and if you don't know what that means, it's sort of like the artsier part of LA. You know, it's it's people say it's like Brooklyn and New York. Like, so I go on dates with a lot of men and women who you know live over here. There's always a negotiation about who pays, and that's great. I like to pay for people, all that. But what I will say is that I sort of fell into going on a date with the most guys guy I've ever been on a date with. And he's from West West, you know, Santa Monica. He's a bro, right? A guys guy is usually not my type. Like I cannot remember the last time that I went on a date with like a straight bros bro. You know what I'm saying? But it befell me. It befell me in an organic fashion. So I'm on this date with this guy. And the thing about a guys guy is he's putting his card down. He's paying for everything. And I really just it sort of activated something feral in me i'm not gonna lie he went to like another bar and he went he was gonna go to the bathroom so i was getting prepared to pay for our drinks because he's been paying all night of course i'm gonna pay for the next round but as he's going to leave for the bathroom he turns to me and he hands me his credit card and he goes here's my card get us whatever <laughs> it might be time for me to get away from all these you know liberal snowflakes on the east side <laughs> guys I damn dude yeah so like i'm gonna tell you guys a funny fucking story but i'm gonna leave out some details because uh reasons there was this girl th this is i went full trump like before the 2016 election well i met her i met this girl um uh, i think after the election i met her at a uh at this like concert venue well, she had a boyfriend at the time. 
But that didn't stop her from giving me her phone number. So she was a Bernie bro. She was like a far leftist. We still went out. She still took me to her house. Some other shit ensued. Not going to get into it. But, do these commie chicks, you can change them. You can control them, manipulate them quite easily. It's not a, like, who wouldn't want to do that? She seems like a lot of fun. Santa Monica is also like a really rich part of California, for those who don't know. Uh, I know I'm from California. Um, Yeah, dude, these commie chicks, man, they're just, have a lot of fond memories. Well, I don't share their beliefs. And look, look Freedom Mars, what, what did you write? No, no, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, the chicken's a feminist still. Trad cucks are sad to worship the cringe. I found this female 100% sickening because she is near identical to my sister's in appearance. Oh, Frederick Marx, I'm sorry uh, to hear that. But, um, you know, she can be a feminist on the surface. But if she's really down with you, she'll fucking change up. You know what I mean? I mean, how, how many of us know of, like, a guy or a girl? We know somebody who is set in their ways. They believe what they believe, but then they get into a relationship. Then they fall in love, and they completely change. They're a completely different person. They can go either way. It really depends on the mindset of the person. Uh, whoever's the weakest is the one that's likely to change. Uh, I don't really change. I'll tolerate some feminist horse shit if she's down with me, if she's loyal. Um, again, I won't have to agree with it. I'll probably tease her about it. And then I'll, I'll, I'll slowly bring her in. I'll change that mind of hers. It'll be funny. It's funnier that way. It's interesting that way. If someone really loves you, you know, it's not unheard of for like, you know, dude, how many... I look just hearing these hilarious stories about like Amfest and some of these other like you know TPUSA events and shit. Do the amount of like far leftist you know socialist chicks that are like going and like hooking up with conservative dudes? It happens all the time. Why do you think the liberal men hate us so much? Why do you think there's so much animus there, dude? Like some soy boy like Destiny, like he's got nothing on guys like me. Like we actually like we got longer hair. It's natural. We ride motorcycles, and he's just like some fucking soy cuck crying about Melina cheating on him with some like fruitcake in Sweden. Like all these, all these people are bitches, dude. Like Hassan Piker, like literally cries on fucking camera all the time. Dude, dude, dude. He sounds like a bitch even when he's advocating for violence. Like, dude, left has got nothing on us, dude. At the very least, practice recreational use. It can change. Uh, it can change back as easy. Yeah, probably. I don't understand the eyebrows, and I think she's a demon. Uh, let's take a look at these eyebrows really quick. Uh, they do look a little bushier than mine. Uh, not a fan. Not a fan of these uh, eyebrows. Yeah, let's uh, let's watch this without the audio. I don't know what should she what should she do with these eyebrows. You know what? You know why it's kind of like off-putting, is because she's obviously not naturally blonde, and it could be the the composition of the makeup, and you know the 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 hair color is just not flowing well. You know, like the the roots are obviously dark, but uh, 
it's just not flowing well. It just looks kind of silly. I mean, she would look super cute if the hair was all natural. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on here. And also, you know, the, the, the little polo underneath this long sleeve thing. I'm not really digging the fashion here. Uh, the fashion is off-putting. Uh, she probably looks really great underneath all that. Uh, she needs to remove this clothes. Like, this, this clothes sucks. She needs to change the wardrobe easily. All right, let me see. Let me read some of these comments really quick. Uh, uh, she has all the hair colors. <laughs> uh, when you have a, a daughter, you wouldn't know the fem the femoids brand. Friedrich Marx, you can't say Floyd unironically. That's like a that's like a meme now. Like that one uh that one clip we went over where the I think it was like some crime show where like some incel warrior, some like little dick incel white kid was like shooting up people. He's like, oh, the Floyds, they disrespected me. All they do is have sex, and I'm just like, you know, watching anime at home or something like that. Yeah. Don't say Floyds, bro. Come on. Come on, it's silly. All right. Uh we're almost done here. There's a couple more. Uh fitness influencer Buddha from Jim. After disgusting workout video, mocking man, such gross behavior. Yeah, dude, like, here. Uh, I'll just say this, because I talked about this before. But yeah, dude, these chicks got booted from the gym. They got banned from the gym, which is a good thing. Like, what I don't like about, what's upsetting about this is, like, these hot chicks should be, like, role models. All right? So they're out there. They're doing their fitness shit. They probably have a lot of great advice on uh, nutrition. They probably got a lot of, like, great advice on how to make, like, their butts look good like theirs. Or how to, you know, how, like how to use the machines properly, you know, what, what good form looks like. And instead of being role models for other women, you know, because we have an obesity epidemic, they're, they're being douchebags and they're, they're mocking men. Uh, honestly, shit like this. Like if I owned a gym or if I could like petition the gyms in, in all of the, the, the valley where I live, um, just ban filming. Ban filming in the gyms. If you film in a gym, like you're banned, you got to pay like a five hundred dollar fine. Um, the the privilege has been ruined. The clout chaser class has uh, made going to the gym miserable. Um, it's it's invoked a lot of anxiety among a lot of uh, gym goers, and uh, these women um are are engaged in the most petty bullying, the kind of bullying that you would see in like the cheesiest eighties movie. Oh, uh, this is the right thing. Yeah, the filming should just be banned outright. Yeah, ban filming altogether in the in the gyms. Uh, I mean, what good comes of it? Yeah, let's uh get a closer look at these women. Um, yeah, they're like laughing and, and mocking this dude in the background. Uh, yeah. So here's the 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 part of the video. And the the women they they the, this guy talking right here. They asked him to take down the video. They're like, oh, dude, women are hating us. Uh, they they are uh, juicy thick. That they do look great. They look great, but uh, they, their personality unfortunately does not match their uh, their physique. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, clout chasing douchebags just need to be banned. Let me read some of these comments here. Everyone that attends a gym, tell your gym you are uncomfortable with people filming content and ask that they ban recording on the gym floor or you will seek another place. It will change quickly. Yeah, I think more people need to do that. I'm not even kidding. Um, this needs to happen. Uh, this is out of control. The we've ruined the privileges. Of filming in the gym and, and doing cool shit. Unless you get like a, you know, special permission. It's like, yo, I'm a professional fitness model or whatever. I'm a professional fitness expert and I want to show people, you know, what you can do to like, you know, lose weight or whatever. Like that, that'd be fine. They, they get like a special permission slip. But other than that, like just some random cloud chasing skanks. Nah, can't do it. Gyms are weird. 
Why would you keep your clothes on while working out? It's so weird. Uh, you can't run in clothes. What the hell, rookie? Are you saying you run around naked? What's going on there? Ban women from the gym. They have... Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, Friedrich Mars has uh, banned women altogether. Yeah, perhaps. Uh, let's see. TikTok ruined my husband of 12 years. Now he wants a trad wife, and we're getting divorced. <laughs> It's like, yeah, dude, like, my wife just, like, uh, gets all snooty, and she doesn't cook, and now that I've seen the grass is greener on the other side, I'm a bounce. TikTok has long been accused of ruining attention spans now, but the app is under fire for destroying marriages, too. A distraught wife has taken to Reddit to reveal that the social media app completely changed her husband's character, causing the end of the 12-year union. The anonymous woman, age 37, said that she and her hubby were seemingly happy together before he became hooked on TikTok trad wife's video. A trad wife, uh, short for traditional wife, refers to a woman, blah, blah, blah. Let me see. Where's the, where's the post? Uh, we were not a traditional couple, she explained. We both work. We both do chores and childcare. He didn't complain about it. But around March this year, he started acting weird. She further stated he complained about how I looked. Uh, he complained about the food. He complained about me working long hours. I work the same hours he does. Throughout our marriage, he never had any complaints about the food I cook. I dress up in a more comfortable attire when I am in my house. He never had a problem with that ever. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know what? I don't want my wife to walk around in sweats. It's disgusting. It's trashy. I want to look and feel like a normal man in a normal household with a normal relationship. I can, I can understand that. The devastated wife learned that her spouse... <coughs> had started becoming obsessed with one particular trad by TikToker, whom she did not name. Her content uh, looked made up and not realistic to me because it was 100% made for the male audience. She declared, I told him this was all an act that she puts uh, that she puts up for the world to see. This is not reality. Plus, nobody cleans their house wearing pretty dresses. The dresses will get dirty. That actually is true. If those women were dressed like, uh, you know, the trad wife, like if my trad wife, like she could be dressed looking like those uh, girls who got banned from that gym. That'd be fine. Hey. However, the husband was undeterred. He purportedly began comparing his wife to a friend who was a stay-at-home mom. He subsequently urged her to quit her career to be at home with her daughters on a full-time basis. He knew I wasn't the type of woman who wanted to be a homemaker, the redditor wrote. He had no problem with it. I tried to tell him to stop watching this type of content. It really hurts me. That he would idolize another woman rather than his wife. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, if you really want to hurt the the girl that you're married to, or the woman that you're married to, or the girl that you're dating, whatever the case may be, if you want to hurt her, compare it to, compare her to another woman, and uh, and uplift the other woman that you're comparing her to. You'll she'll never forgive you. She'll never let it go. Um, it's a great way to hurt a woman, and then comparing her to somebody who is clearly fake, because uh, you know. People in the manosphere or whatever, like they, they make fun of the, the, the trad cuck or the, the trad girl uh, side of TikTok because a lot of it is fake and they're clearly just milking, uh, you know, conservative pay pigs. Shockingly, she claimed her husband became verbally abusive for the first time in their marriage and insisted that she be a submissive wife. Their marriage continued to break down with the final straw recently coming when the wife discovered that her husband had been talking to another woman online. He wasn't even ashamed or felt remorse. She said after busting her, her Bayou's clandestine communication, he told me he deserves better. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like how women have been sounding for I don't know how long since they've been given the right to vote. Readers flocked to the comment section to offer sympathy and support for the woman while railing against the corrosive effects of TikTok. 
which by the way, Trump wanted to ban, but the typical average Redditor chimped out and were like, they can't fucking orange man trying to ban our TikTok. Well, th- there you go, bitch. You voted for Biden, your marriage is ruined. Fuck you. I hope your heart can heal and you can move on, one uh, well-wisher wrote. Good luck to him supporting his new unemployed girlfriend while he still play, uh, pays for everything that you previously contributed towards. Yeah, dude, remember what I said about money? He doesn't give a fuck about the money. Men do not care about the money. Her shitty career doesn't matter. You know what matters? Raising the, those young girls right. Raising the young kids right. Somebody at home taking care of shit. Having your wife or girlfriend not walk around in fucking sweats all day. Disgusting. Take him to the cleaners, another advice. Let him learn the hard way that he can't afford a stay-at-home trophy wife before he starts his new life. He has financial responsibilities to his current life and children. He can die trying to keep up uh, that superficial lifestyle. It's not superficial. It's beneficial. If you don't think 95% of TikToks are made up, you're stupid. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is this guy out of line or what? <clears throat> Um, not around, just on the elliptical. All right, so Rookie, you run nude on the elliptical? Is that what's going on? Uh, TikTok has backfired on women. They they made uh males into women, and now they too follow the, the TikTok. Probably. So when women divorce men and do what um do what that man does, it's empowering. But when a man does it, it's bad. I know, right, Frederick Martin? I mean, there's no consistency here. There's no consistency. So, like, when a woman leaves, you know, she's like, oh, I want adventure, I want fun, I want to be free, I want to discover myself. Like, oh, dude, queen, base queen, give me your OnlyFans, queen. But if a man's like, yo, I know what I deserve, I think I know what I want now. He's a bastard, he's a a fucking loser, have fun with your broke-ass new wife, your unemployed wife. They're they're making fun of the future wife of not working, staying at home. Dude, this is how you know leftists hate the family. They hate uh, raising children. They're just full of fucking hate. They're awful people. We got two more stories and then we're done. Uh, I think this shit's a uh, cringe base. All right, so uh, I-, I don't know if this is fake. You guys let me know if this is fake or not. Wouldn't surprise me. Yo, look at those melons. Oh, my goodness. What did you just say? You cannot be talking to people like that. Do you know who you're talking to right now? I'm just... That's not funny. Dude, you got cantaloupe That's or honeydew? That's not funny. What are you talking about? You can't be talking like that. My friend just has That's really melons. inappropriate. We're going to eat them. No, I don't care. All right, let's go, dude. Yeah. All right, this is how you know it's fake. Check this out. Um, Now that I think about this, there's no shopping cart in sight. Oh, come on. Why are you loading so slow? It just worked. Yeah, let me refresh this. Look at those melons. All right, look on the left. Yeah, 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 you can see it right here on the frame. Yo, look at those melons. Oh, my goodness. What did you just say? You cannot be talking to people like that. Do you know who you're talking to right now? I'm just... That's not funny. Yeah, this is fake. All right, cringe. It's cringe because it's fake. All right, next one. Oh, look at this cope <laughs> from this savage CEO. Yeah, you're not a savage. I always thought when DeSantis won nomination, I'd be yelling, cheering, celebrating, taking a lap around the block with an American flag. Now, I'm thinking I would just sit there with my head in my hands and take some deep breaths and sighs of relief. I am exhausted. 
Regardless of the exhaustion, I am fighting as hard as I can and clawing and scratching to the very end. I believe in and have a lot of confidence in Iowa going to do or Iowa is going to do the right thing. The ball gets rolling there. It's gonna pick up speed. The Sanders for president twenty twenty four. Uh no. Uh the Sanders is gonna lose. Uh I think I left a funny comment. I think I call oh fuck. I'm not even logged in. Hold up. Let's look at the bookmarks. Oh, this is actually kind of funny. Uh, women are too scared to do this for me because they know I'd lose control and God knows what I'd do. <laughs> Welcome home, ladies. Drop the pan. <laughs> Drop the 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 fucking uh the the dick sucking noises are so fucking funny to me but if i had a cool girlfriend who was like down to do like funny skits and we were like a like an influencer couple uh here's how i would do the skit she'd be like oh yeah i'm preparing to surprise my hubby with like this makeshift glory hole and then like it cuts to me being like yo i want this this and that a taco bell yo taco tuesday and then like you know I'm like, I, I open the door as I get home, and I'm like, oh, God, I gotta take a fucking shit. And I just throw the fucking box down and just shit right in the mouth hole. Uh, I think that'd be kind of a funny skit. Uh, that'd be pretty good. Uh, let me see. What else have we got here? Uh, this is crazy. Oh, I can't play this. This is playing back uh, copyright music. Uh, yeah, some more Christmas shenanigans. We got these little kids here. They're uh, reacting to their gift. Let's see what happens. Uh, the Hodge twins posted this. God, ready? Go ahead, Jack. Go. Oh, my God. What is it? I don't know. It's a PS5. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I wanted a PC. PC. <laughs> <laughs> What? Base. I don't want it. Base. Wait, are you serious right now? No, we turn it. I don't want it. Are you kidding? Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, like it. All right. Rookie. Respond to what you're saying here. What the fuck is wrong with you? I can tell why you got kicked out of Hollywood. First, I wasn't kicked out. I was blacklisted. Uh, two. I'm not going to physically shit in a fucking mouth hole in a box. It's a skit. I'd, it, I would pretend to. Kind of like that guy, he didn't literally pull down his pants and fuck the mouth of his girlfriend for a TikTok video. It, it was a joke. The, the joke is Taco Bell is really bad for you. And women wanting to do sexy thing backfires because I throw the box on the floor and use it as a makeshift toilet because I can't make it to the toilet bowl. At least in Vegas, you know, the Taco Bell food is so bad for you, like, it gives you the shits. I thought it was a funny joke. It's a funny bit. Guys, let me get some gorilla emojis in the chat if you think that'd be a funny bit. The, the joke is that you shit in the mouth. <laughs> it's supposed to be gross and disgusting, rookie. Uh, 
Hold on, let me see what's going on with my um with my rumble chats. All right, we got we got a handful of viewers there. Uh shit, what's up? Uh Dude, I can't read that shit. Hold on, let me zoom in on that. Yeah, Jaminda Yeg. Uh what the fuck did you spin my chat? Fuck you. Fucking piece of shit. No, I'm kidding, dude. All right. So uh all right, so anyways, back to this video before I, uh, okay. no, I get it, and I want to know what the fuck is wrong with you. Dude, this, nothing is wrong with me. The skit is fucking hilarious. I think the skit was funny. Oh, what, what is worse? The, this, the guy fucking the mouth via this, like, makeshift glory hole, or me, like, shitting in the hole because, like, I ate bad food. I think mine is less sexual and it's more funny, but, uh, hey, it's just me. I can show you how to write a joke if you want. Well, it's not, I'm not like writing the joke. I'm just explaining how it would play out. I was explaining it as if, uh, like, I'm literally writing it. Okay, how would you make that scene funnier? Like, look, I liked what I saw in that clip. Um, you had the, the, the sexy music, sets the mood. Uh, she, she does funny movements with her mouth and her tongue, really funny. And then, of course, the, the dick-sucking sounds were absolutely fucking hilarious, and it didn't drag on. So the timing, the comedic timing was perfect. Like, it was a good video. I'm just saying, like, my spin on it would be a little different. Gio's job is very uh, German. <laughs> God damn it. Like, I can't do funny skits anymore. Because rookies is gonna come in and just be like, "That's disgusting. What is wrong with you? What are you, my fucking mother? Jesus." Um. All right. What else do we got here? Oh yeah, this this fucking idiot right here. He was attacked by a cat because uh, he was chimping out. He he basically had the opposite reaction of those little boys. Oh yeah, I didn't even get to opine on this. Uh yeah. So uh, for the God ready, God Jack, these go. little kids, these uh, adorable little boys. They get a PlayStation 5 for Christmas, and they obviously didn't like it, because you heard that. Um, yeah, what the parents should do is get the fuck off TikTok, get your bitch ass to Best Buy, buy them an Alienware PC, or, or you can buy a little a little toolkit, and buy them the PC parts and, and make them build it. And then, you know, trade that in for, for, uh, for a PC. Um, yeah, just give the kids what they want. I mean, you can afford a PS5, you can afford a PC. Like, what's going on here? All right, so what else do we got here? Oh, uh, the Grinch uh, stealing people's girls instead of Christmas. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, dude, we saved Christmas by uh, tricking uh, the Grinch uh, from uh, by by directing him into a nightclub instead of like you know Hoville or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> Grinding up on this uh, this sister, Grinch is getting real freaky with her, and then the boyfriend's like, Yo, don't what you doing? She, yo, man, straight up disrespectful, man. She. Yeah, so uh, it's pretty funny. All right, hold on. Let me, let's see. Uh, put the puppet in the... <laughs> no, rookie. I would never put the puppet in the box. I wouldn't do that to the puppet. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm not saying we're being flooded by Californians, Razor Fist says, but my new neighbor has a nativity scene made out of Funko Pops. Oh, that's funny. I feel like that's something uh, my my former co-host would do just to spite me. All right. All right, so what do we got here? Oh, yeah, we got a chimp out. So one of the hosts of the Whatever podcast 
Um, oh, this is actually their account. Literally, it's whatever. Oh, that's the name of the account handle. Okay, so rude OnlyFans girl gets kicked out. Angry face emoji. So Sandman writes, uh, she's just there for attention and to promote her lonely fans. She can't even do that. What a fail. Uh, well, let's see. So you're bored. Make this conversation less boring. Go ahead. Uh, I'm waiting. How often do you think about the Roman Empire, Brian? That is that your best effort? Sure. In any case, you're not particularly adding to the conversation. You've been disrespectful this entire time. You're entitled. You're rude. You have TikTok brain. You cannot stay focused. We've only been live for an hour and a half or so. Yeah, dude, uh, the problem with his roast here, the problem with his roast is like, you come off as her dad. Like, you have TikTok brain. You're not really focused. You're not contributing. Like, you sound like a fucking dork, bro. What's going on here? Oh, you got TikTok brain. It's not really an own, dude. Also, the the how often do you think about the Roman Empire line? Pretty fucking funny. She does look like a douche though, so I'll give I'll give him I'll give him that. So I'm gonna ask you to leave. Okay. So get up, get the fuck out. Dude, why do you have to be rude, bro? It's like, dude, you won. You got her to leave. You made your points. She's not even resisting. Like she's like, okay, dude, whatever. Like just just be cool, bro. Just chill the fuck out. I'm getting uncomfortable watching this shit. On my dead ass podcast, bitch, you fucking do OnlyFans, you fucking degenerate. <laughs> Good, they're all gone. So you I don't know, dude. I feel like he could have roasted her better. Like he just sounded so tilted. Like, look, I don't, I don't appreciate disrespect. I'm not trying to sound like Eric July here, but uh, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like this is like a, a kind of like an L. I mean, I'm not really. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Uh, hold. On, let me read some of this. <clears throat> uh, my kid has a uh, has had a gaming PC since uh since she was five. Why not make them learn how to type early? Good thinking, rookie. Do a video where you've filled Nate's sack with marshmallow fluff, and you gotta suck it all back out. Rookie, what you just said was more disgusting than my my fake shitting in a glory hole and that fake poop going into my girlfriend's mouth. That's more disgusting than uh, sucking a puppet marshmallows out of a puppet penis. Like, no. Uh, Freedom Mars, why did uh, Brian uh, make me have to be on her side? Soy man or soy, no matter uh, the pill. Yeah, it's always uh, gay when the host of a show uh, starts acting like a jerk, smiley face. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, the show is supposed to be, like, I've never seen the show. Like, I never sat down and literally watched a full episode of the Whatever podcast. I've seen what most of everybody else has seen, just, like, clips here and there. And, like, the most of, like, joking around and, you know, making jokes, usually at the expense of, like, the OnlyFans skinks. But, dude, Brian came off as, like, really bad. And, like, I, I, I'm, out, I'm an out there kind of guy. But uh, I'm going to have to disavow. And uh, I don't know. Maybe you guys can help explain it. Like, what the fuck is the deal with the men think about the Roman Empire or whatever? I don't really get it. I don't give a fuck about the Roman Empire. I don't give a fuck about Weimar Germany. I'm not stuck in the past like a lot of these retards. You got to look to the future if you want to change shit, if you want to make a meaningful impact in your life and other people's lives as well. And, uh, and again, like, how are you going to how are you going to be able to navigate through a dystopian future, a dystopian uh, hellscape? 
if you're stuck on the past and thinking about stupid shit. Like, I, I just, all those, like, bros, all these fucking, like, uh, you know, fake red pill accounts and shit, that they're, you know, they have, like, the, the Roman statues as, like, their avatar. Bunch of fucking pussies, for real. I don't trust any of them, except for I Hypocrite. He's the exception. Uh, let me read some of this. Rookie is French and Geo is German for sure. Oh, great. Now I'm German. I'm Italian. I'm German. I'm Asian. I'm a, someone said I'm a Pakistani guy. They call me a Paki, which is very racist. So I get called everything. I get called Latin X. Someone like said that to me, and I'm just like, eh, okay. Uh, let's see. Fake poop going into my girlfriend's mouth is something I did uh, expect to hear from you say tonight. Thank you, Rookie. Oh, I'm just trying to have fun. Um... We got a couple more bookmarks to go through. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, we got some more uh, Yo! YouTube cringe. Uh, the, the, the influencer cringe. Man, I'm going really hard on the paint against these influencers. So this guy on the right, the far right, uh, this is Jack Doherty. I had no idea who this kid was. Uh, I, I've never seen any of his content. Apparently, he's insanely rich and insanely popular. And he has this whole gimmick where he, like, fucks with people in public or he just acts like a dumbass in public. And he basically goads people and, and challenges. Like, he squares up on him. And then as soon as he does that, there's a security guard, bodyguard dude, like, gets in the way. And the, the security guard guy is clearly bigger than everybody else. We got out of there, motherfuckers. Let's go. Watch the language. There's kids around here. I didn't say any curse words. What'd I say? Just watch your language. What'd I say? You got a stupid shirt on over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure your kids can't read, though. What are you though. talking about? Your kids can't read, can they? <laughs> I'm sure your kids me. watch. Uh, you, get away from you me. You started talking to me, buddy. Get away from uh, me. Uh, 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 uh. You get away from me. Watch your kids. Go wa walk away. Yo, Yo, what what say, you hey, 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 Um, shit. What's going on? Eek. Hold up, you guys. Um, it seems like my mini display froze. Give me a minute. Oh, dear. All right, there we go. Okay, so... All right, poop isn't fun, Geo. God damn it, you guys. All right, well, um, my mini display froze. Oh, man, that was like a fucking delay. God damn it. Give me one second, guys. I'm fixing this in real time. The fuck? Okay. All right, guys. I'm bringing this shit back. Give me one second. Boop, 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 doo, doo, doo. I don't know what just happened. Well, I I'm, I think we're just going to end it there. <laughs> I hate sand. You don't like the sand, man? 
I don't think Sandman did anything wrong. All right, guys. Well, the the, the mini display decided to take a shit right at the end of the show. So, um, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and leave it off there, man. All right, guys. Well, I've been streaming for... Uh, holy shit, it's been three hours. Everybody who came to join me, thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate you guys joining me. I hope everybody had a really wonderful Christmas. And... Um, yeah, well, I guess, um, yeah, my mini display is fucked. I don't know what happened there. Hold on, what? You know what? Let me try it one more time. I don't have any dropped frames. I think Twitter just crashed. I don't know. Uh, do that marshmallow video for New Year's. You're so fucking disgusting, rookie. Me shitting in a hole is less egregious than sucking a puppet dick and then sucking marshmallows out of it. You disgust me. You make me want to vomit, rookie. How dare you suggest such a thing after three hours of streaming? Everybody who came to uh, support the show, everybody who came and joined me on Rumble, on Facebook, on Trovo, D-Light, Twitter, YouTube, etc., etc. Thank you guys so much. Everybody who's been supporting the show, liking, commenting, subscribing. Uh, I do sincerely appreciate it. And I can't wait to make more content now that all my uh, shenanigans, all my shit is done. Stream is literally falling apart. I am out. Good night, everybody. Peace. Much love.